Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates, with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whippeal. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. We're on episode 72 Dubbing this the horny episode. Oh, whoa, whoa, you did not tell me it was going to be called that <laughs> when I came over, man. Like, I am not allowed to drive over to other people's houses at this time of day for horny episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you are. Typically, I'm not either, but I'm so in my own you're house. You're in your own house, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, okay, so what happens here stays here. What happens here stays here. Wow. Unless it gets posted on the internet, which just will probably about Friday afternoon. It, that's kind of why we're here. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we call this the horny episode for Patrick Hornquest, who wears number 72 for the beloved Penguins. So He's good at getting in those dirty areas. He's good he, at getting he's in the good slot. At, he's good at cleaning up the trash, getting in the slot. Mm, you know, They're going to they're gonna need that down yeah, the stretch. Definitely going to need that down the stretch. Um, I see we have penguins talk up top here, but like, how was your sports weekend, dude? Uh, let's see what I do. Uh, watch the Honda Classic. Uh, watch some preseason baseball. Mm-hmm. Watch some basketball. Uh, watch some Pens games. Uh, I was at work Saturday night, get my ass handed to me, and the Pens game was on, so I got to look up a little bit for that. That was the game they won against Montreal. That was that final. Was that five five one or five two? Yeah, they were they were on fire. Yeah, um, um, didn't see it, but you know. Yeah, you. Were, I, I was working. And you were listening to it. Didn't no, you? I was. No, I wasn't. I was doing something completely different, not Penguins related for ah, work. Yeah, right on. So, you know, but Twitter seemed to be happy with Twitter. The, was very happy about the it. performance. Um, yeah, watch some, watch some baseball, watch some basketball. Got two Pens games in because they played back to back, and I was at work Friday night, and I was in the service bar where there's no TVs. But you know what I do when I'm in the service bar? I take my Bluetooth speaker. And I can get Pens games through my phone. Oh yeah, through okay. the Pens app. So I had it on for for sound in the service bar. Um, and then uh, let's see what I watch. Watch Duke game because uh, that was on at work. And watch uh, pick game here before I went to work, and they got crushed by number two Virginia. Yeah. Um, you know we'll talk about Pitt later, and we'll get into NCAA basketball. Um, and then Sunday, watched Honda Classic, and there was a Fast and Furious marathon on. So, oh boy. <laughs> I was kind of going between both. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that was, was a good match the way that ended. We'll talk about that later. What, I what got you... to watch some, I, I watched a little AAF action on Sunday night at dinner. Okay. Uh, we, we, we sat at the bar at Amel's and had a little, had a little Arizona versus you guys Atlanta love football. Amos. Yeah, man. It's, you guys love it's right down the hill, man. It yeah. snows, you know. Oh yeah, and and like they don't plow back in my streets, you know, where we live. Like the main roads are fine, like you know. But the last time we just decided to walk it, and we ended up looking frozen. And it wasn't really that cold, but you still like you walk in like. Okay, yeah, in snow. yeah, but walking to Amos from your house, walking to Amos is no problem. Yeah, the walking home to Amel from Amos, eh? Well, you can take a lift up to the boulevard at that stage of the evening, or if you <laughs> if you stay late enough. Michael Roger home. He might. He might. You know, Mike's like, a good dude. Did you like? Have you had a similar experience, or did you, have you talked to him recently? Because that's totally what happened. Um, uh, it, we, we were we were there for Oscar night. My, 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 or, no, no, sorry, it was Grammy night. Yeah, and yeah. by the by the time the Grammys ended, it was like 
you know, almost eleven thirty, and he's like counting the registers. So what he's I like, like about just hang out and I'll what I like about this. Amos, yeah. what I like about Amos though is uh, if you're a regular regular, mm-hmm. or you go with somebody that's a regular regular, yeah, the first drink's free. Mm-hmm. So that's that and free ice cream. Yeah, free ice cream. And um, Mike's a good dude. Mike, no, my, I go my if I go to Amos, I go with my buddy Jeff. He lives literally mm-hmm. above Amos. Okay, uh, up in the ball up on the cliff uh, on the, the ball township yeah, side. Yeah. And uh, so when I go with him, we walk in. He's like, "Oh, Jeff, how's it going, Austin?" Oh, because also I used to wait on Mike. He lives mm-hmm. on my Washington. Yeah, and I used to work Shiloh Girl for like three years, mm-hmm. and he would uh, be across the street at the coffee shop uh, with Todd, or he'd be at Mrs. D's ice cream shop. And he would come into Shiloh and have drinks and whatnot. And he used to own, when Amos was up on Shiloh Street, mm. which is now Nico's. Yeah. Um, that's when Amos was originally there, when his dad was the owner. Mm. Um, good dude. Real yeah, good man. dude. It's a, it's a good spot. You know, that's that's what we like to do. It's like, you know, right around the corner. They, they've got an expansive menu, you know? A very So, like, extensive. if you're just in the mood for, like, sandwiches and bar food, they yeah. have it. If you but want if you want a pasta, if you want, if you want like a meal with like a salad course and a soup and like freaking, if you want a hero salad, plate, they yeah. got it. If you want clams <laughs> casino, they got it. Oh, clams uh, casino. Anyway, very nice. Like not really a sport. Eating is kind of a sport for me, right? It in is. a way, yeah, yeah. And I felt like and a champ when I when I woke up Monday morning. I felt like a true champion. So mm. like that was good. Um, Saturday was just wall to wall soccer. Uh, Did started... you go to Pipers on Saturday? No. You're no. not one of those you crazy don't need ones. You to anymore. I'm sorry. I mean, with all the with all the streaming, with all the streaming and, and just basic cable, even nowadays, NBC um, Sportsnet plays soccer all day on Saturday, and NBC mm-hmm. plays. I woke up. Okay, I went to bed early Saturday morning because mm-hmm. <laughs> so you I, stayed up till about seven. Yeah, and you were catching the pregame. I was catching pregame at like six. Well, it's six. Okay, so yeah. six they start playing some like taped. Yeah, soccer content, yeah. but then and it was on actual... at like seven. Like Rebecca goes live with the two Robbies, and they do pre gaming. Those seven thirty matches are a tough sell for me because I'm I usually you need, work late Friday. I need my REMs from like between like seven thirty and ten, or I'm just a waste. Right, you know. But like the ten o'clock game is good. That was Crystal Palace for me this week, so that was good. And I've got the gold package, so you can watch any game you want. You don't have to sit and settle for the ten o'clock offering that they have. Um... You know, and then I I stumbled upon the Celtic versus Hibernian Scottish Cup quarterfinal on ESPN Plus, oh. uh, which was spectacular. Watch that, and by the time that was wrapping up, MLS was starting, and again, all of MLS is available on Plus this year. So I I watched just wall to wall soccer. Um, Portland and Colorado playing in a snowstorm was fun to watch. Uh, Columbus, do you know? They use a different color ball. Yeah, in the snow. Yeah, they did. They had they had like an orange and black ball. Yeah, orange and black ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and they. I don't know when they were doing it because it's continuous play. But at some point, somebody was like scrambling out there, and cleaning off the eighteen yard box. You know, the, the midfield stripe, the six yard box. I mean, there aren't as many lines in soccer as there are in football. Um, but it's pretty important for the ref to know where the line is, as a penalty shot can be awarded for any foul that happens inside the line. So. You know, snow soccer's fun to watch, and I've only ever seen really good snow soccer when it's played in Colorado, go figure. Yeah, right? I mean, because I've seen snow in Colorado in June. Mm. I mean... I mean, I know it snows in Russia. You'll you'll occasionally get a snow game, like, in the Champions League, but a lot of the, like, colder European countries actually take a winter break. Huh. Because it gets so bad. Oh, like Norway Norway, and up in those... Yeah, even, like, Scotland. Like, Scotland takes, like, a two-week pause in the middle, and, like, the players go to train and, like... Alicante or you know Doha or someplace freaking warm. That's cool. You know, um, 
But anyway, like, it was, you know, the Columbus crew were back, and I was happy to see that, because, like, nobody even knew if they were going to fold or move to Austin until... Well, how about Louisville? Because they, the, they, they... USL they... hasn't started yet. No, 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 no. Uh, c- sorry, Cincinnati, Cincinnati FC. Cincinnati played at Seattle. Okay. And they lost. And they lost. But they didn't get shut out. And that's a, that's a tough... Uh, that's a tough road trip for an expansion team. Because Seattle Sounders, right? Sounders, yeah, and they and they play at the Seahawks Stadium, and they which they, is loud. They can sell it out for the big matches. Like I think they had the upper deck, uh, you know, closed off for this early season, you know, against a, an expansion team from. Ohio. Well, Seattle, Seattle takes their soccer pretty seriously. Same well, with the Sounders, same, same with, with DC United. DC, DC United, United always sells out. Big, but like DC United didn't exist until MLS came along. Um, the Seattle Sounders name has been in existence since like the late 60s, like early 70s. Same with um, Portland Timbers. Like when this, when those cities were awarded MLS franchises, like there was a chance that they could have like given them some new name, you know, and like it would have been death for the, the Sounders because nobody in Seattle would go see a second tier team when they had an right. MLS team. But it was really cool that both Seattle and Portland like to sort of keep the traditions alive, like when those cities entered MLS, they kept, like, the same identities, you know? Like, same colors, like, same logos, same name. That's good um, stuff. And Port- I, I kind of like Portland. I have, I have a soft spot for the Timbers, because, like, I don't know. Portland, Portland got, really got, real, got really good beer. Well, they have good beer, and I've never been there, but they don't have, like, an NFL team or a baseball team. Uh, they're, they're kind of, like, minor league. Like, I know they had one Blazers championship in the 70s. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I'm glad that they can get behind soccer and the Timbers have been really good. And it's kind of fun to watch. You know, so I'm, I'm glad that's back. And I'm, yeah, I had a good weekend. That's awesome. Uh, so like we said, over the weekend, there was a couple of Pens games. The Pens are currently one point behind the Canes uh, for third position in the Metropolitan Division. As well, they are in the last position uh, for the eighth seed in the playoffs. Um, the Pens did pick up five points in the last three games. Uh, that they had going on uh, with two road wins uh, and a tie uh, that they had. They got the one point. They ended up losing overtime, but they got the point. Um, Pens are back this week with Florida. Uh, they played last night against Florida. They, they beat them pretty good. Uh, so they picked up two points there. Uh, there's half-off Jake Shakes again today if you were down at the Milkshake Factory and was able to get a Jake Shake. If you were downtown today thinking about milkshakes, <laughs> there is something seriously wrong with downtown you. Southside or Oakland. It's cold. Well, I'm sure it was cold in Southside and Oakland too. I was downtown today. But you gotta have a Jake Shake, man. They're awesome, man. And, and when they're half off, they're even more awesome. Look, like I'm not sponsored by McDonald's, just like you're not sponsored by the Milkshake Factory. I'm not either. But um, it's Shamrock Shake season. So, oh yeah, it I is mean, Shamrock Shake season. Yeah. You've still got, like, April, hopefully, on into June for Jake Gensel milkshakes, but the Shamrock Shake is, you know, yeah, you it's, it, it's it, gone. It, it, yeah, it's only around for, like, a month. And mint ice cream is, you know, it's not like they sell it at the grocery store or anything. It's not the same. There's, they do something to that so, shake. So tomorrow, night you got the, so tomorrow night you got the Blue Jackets in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, and then the Pens. Uh, so instead of having a back-to-back home-and-home, they have a day in the middle, so the Pens go uh, on Saturday to Columbus mm. for a home-and-home home, uh, issue there. There's 16 games total left in the season, which are all very important uh, at this juncture of the season where you're fighting for uh, a third position in your division or a gar- for a guaranteed playoff spot or for 
what they consider now the wild card in the seven and eight seeds. Uh, and last year we saw um, the Eastern Conference, uh, or sorry, the Eastern Atlantic Division mm. in the Eastern Conference have five teams represented because of the wild card situation because mm. they had the most points over top of anybody else in the Metro uh, Division. Uh, Crosby got his third star, got third star of the week, which makes him uh, this year with four uh, four times he's been in the top three stars of the week, and he also received, I believe, it was star of the month one time this year. Uh, Jake Gensel, uh, he's been on fire, man. He uh, he is team leading uh, with thirty three goals uh, for the season. Crosby leads the team with assists and total points. Uh, and, and as he should, he's a captain, um, and he's a center and, you know, the star of the team. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that Crosby's a very humble guy. I've met him several times, waited on him a bunch. Um, he is a very humble dude. If if you say, you know what? He's like, I'm on the team. I'm the captain, but I got Malkin. I got Latang. I got Gensel. I got Horny. I got all these guys. Mm. You know, he's a very humble dude. Um, you know, when it comes to it, uh, and I'm very, I'm sure he's very happy with his individual awards, mm-hmm. but the Stanley Cups, you know, is what it is. I bet he's caught fish that matter more than his individual awards. <laughs> like seriously, man. Like, the gold medals and the world championships and the Stanley Cups, like, fine. But, like, you're telling me that, like, like once you win a couple heart trophies, like, you can't pick one over the other. Yeah, it's like, you know? it's like oh. But, that, I, I, but that, like, that walleye that he caught up in frickin', like, Thousand Islands when he was, like, you know, he probably snuck away after a game against Buffalo sometime, like, in the, like, early spring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It gets to be this time of year, and all I can think about is, like, you know, hockey playoffs, golf, golf, and fishing. So bike riding. I can, and obviously that's a year-round <laughs> obsession. But you know, I can do that whenever I want. I will never play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. No, I'll play golf maybe like three times the summer. We're gonna get you out more this year. Yeah, we got to get out more for sure. But the, not the Penguins because they're going deep. I'm deep into it. I really, really am looking forward to. The team clicking right now, getting hot, and going into the playoffs hot. Um, yeah. Because then, you know, everyone, it doesn't matter, like... Because once you get in the once playoffs, you're in, it, once you're in, it's a whole other season. If you have it's, the momentum, people will just be like, oh, the Penguins are uh, hot at the right time. What I, what, what I liked what I liked this past weekend was um, them deciding to start Murray on back-to-back games. Yeah. Uh, because you, you got to... I'm not saying that he in the next sixteen games that he's not going to need a, a game off, mm-hmm. um, but you got to get. He he's your starting goaltender. You let Flurry go in the expansion draft because you wanted Murray. Yeah, um, and he's the future of the franchise. You have to start him as much as possible and get him in there and get him in a flow. Get him in a in a rep. He's going to let up goals. Yeah. He's not going to stonewall everybody. Yeah, nobody um, shuts shuts their way out to the cup. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to take some losses. He, he's going to let some shitty goals in. We've seen it. Um, but you got to get him prepared and get him to, to have a flow going and, and, and let it go. And uh, also, it, like, it's it, about momentum. It's about momentum. If you exactly. Do really, if you do really well, like, on a Tuesday and then you don't play again until 
the following Monday. Well, the way the, se- the, the way the rest of the season set, the Pens have three to four games a week the rest of the season. Yeah, and which is only sixteen games. And the playoffs are grueling like that too. So you gotta be ready for that now. Well, like yeah. you, you can afford a slip up because you were tired, maybe. Yeah, playoffs. Maybe, but in the playoffs, you can't well, afford playoffs, a slip up no at back, all. Playoffs, there's no back to back games. No, every I, other I know night. there's no back to back games, but they're playoff games. Oh yeah, they sometimes last like five six hours. Um, yeah, you know, there's way more like psychological importance placed upon them. There's way more bullshit you got to deal with during the day with like media and you know coaches acting all hard and talking all stern to you like i imagine i mean you know it's it, mentally it's draining so it like is. get the physical get, get your physical form going now you know and then you can spend more time meditating during the playoffs and maybe less time on the treadmill yes you know definitely we'll, we'll, we'll uh definitely keep an eye on the penguins and so forth uh we're gonna have that uh going on hopefully deep into spring and into um well, technically, hockey season ends before summer hits. It's like a month left. Well, oh yeah, yeah. There's you, you the regular month. season is the first week of April. After the first weekend in April, uh, then you're in the playoffs. Um, but like I said, technically the Stanley Cup is won before summer. Summer is June 21st. So I don't think the Stanley Cup has ever been won after June 21st. It's usually like the first 10 days of June is whenever the Stanley Cup gets hoisted. Mm. So, um, you have that going for you. Uh, also, uh, with the Penguin games coming up, don't forget that last home game of the season is the shirts off their back night. So, if you want to have a fun night uh, and a chance to uh, win some win a Pens jersey, and they also do a lot of giveaways throughout the game and so forth, that's fun uh, to go. Uh, all the years I had season tickets, never, never got picked. For, to get like the shirt off. They always pick like the kids or like the young girls or like the old ladies. They never pick a dude like you and me. I mean, <laughs> it's just random. They say it's completely random. It's just random. They say it's completely random, but I've never seen like a dude like you and me getting called down the Well, ice they don't get... pick that many people, Steve. There's like. Yeah, it's all kids and fucking young hot chicks and old they, ladies. They pick like what? Like a couple dozen people? However many players there are. Okay, so, 20, so yeah. 20, 25? Yeah, like two dozen people. Yeah. And there's like eighteen thousand eight hundred eighty-seven seats. Okay, so I'm not going to do the math, is... but that's like a lot of people. The yeah, odds yeah. of yeah. like and like the people who aren't season ticket holders who just happen to be there, like fine, but it's still not significant enough. You know, trust me, dude. I know. I've I've seen this event at other st- at other rinks, like you know, in my occupation, and like there's. There's dudes who look like you who, like, have a game-worn Carolina Hurricanes jersey. Like, I swear. Okay? They might be, like, dipping right now. <laughs> they, might, they might be, like, reading a NASCAR magazine right now, but, like, they're... That's good. They got the jersey, and they're wearing uh, so we have them warm. So we have another black and gold team that's getting ready to start their season. Uh, we have the uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds down there on what they're calling now the South Shore. The Who's, High calling Stadium. It Who's calling it that? I don't know. I hear it all the time the on South, the radio. The South Shore. I hear it all the time on the radio. It's that's fucking they, Station Square. That's It's Station Square. <laughs> the, the, the South Shore is the neighborhood. It's not even a neighborhood. It's the flats. Yeah. Below 10th Street, but above Station Square. Right. Okay. Uh, that's what I would consider. And South if Shore. you can't like look at freaking Carson Street and figure out where Station Square begins and where it and ends, like yeah. just you know, 
So you're obviously not from around here. Nor here, nobody here, local calls it the South Shore. Here nor there, the Riverhounds uh, had a one had a one nil win over the Akron Zips on Friday, uh, and they had a two nil win over tops of the Lansing Ignite uh, Sunday afternoon. The Hounds did sign uh, Sammy Kahashi. Um, so what's really cool is we talked about this in December. They had their open tryouts. Um, so he uh, was one of those guys uh, from the open tryouts that made the club um, sign him to a one-year deal with the club option for next season. Uh, Sammy is a midfielder. He spent three seasons at University of Maryland Baltimore campus. Uh, for his collegiate career, he... Uh, uh, let's see. So he was a retriever. So he was 15. Uh, he was 2015 through 2017, his senior year. He had five goals, two assists, uh, first team uh, American East Conference. Uh, Sammy was at the open tryouts in December, uh, made an impression, uh, and grew during the camp in the preseason. Uh, so they signed him uh, there. He, he, has, uh, he has two goals um, this year with the Hounds in the preseason. Uh, so after he graduated college, he played with a uh, with um, DC United's minor minor league club. Like uh, they're out of Maryland, um, mm. but they're 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 below USL. Yeah, they were like DC United's like prep team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have like um, the PDL. I think they call yeah. it. Yeah, it stands for Pro Development League. Right, and then there's you know even below that, there's like a youth PDL. Um, so yeah, there, there is sort of like a system it's regional, you know, it's very regional. So like some regions have better infrastructure than others and DC's got it pretty good. They do. Uh, the Hounds have their last warm up game, preseason game this Saturday or Sunday, Saturday, I want to say, uh, at Highmark. Uh, and then the season starts next weekend. Regular season starts next weekend. The Hounds, of course, we talked about, are going to be on the road for the first five or six games. It's too bad that they're not playing um, a home game on the parade like last year. Oh, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> um, you know, and then, um, so they're going to be on the road for the first five or six games. You know, I, that was really cold for that parade last year. It was one of the coldest St. Patty's Day parades I remember. Oh, I know. It was super fucking cold. I walked, I walked from 28th Street in the Strip District to the Wyndham Hotel and then back. Were you at Harp and Fiddle? Close. I parked near there. <laughs> well, the, they stage like the you know Julia marches. So oh yeah, the staging for that starts at like 18th Street, depending oh, on yeah. what group you're in. Oh yeah, and um, you know I was like, well, we'll we'll walk a few blocks together, and yeah, it was cold. Um, not not good soccer spectating weather, and like I have I have immense respect for the people who are in in the stands for that. Portland, Colorado game in the snowstorm. Right. Because I'm sure, it's not like it was like a surprise snow squall. You know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, You live in the mountains, you know when the conditions are right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, also, what's cool this year is the CW is, again, partnering with the Riverhounds. Oh, that's spectacular news. To air 15 total games. Okay. Um, So, out of those 15 games, they're going to show 14 of the road games. Mm. Um, So, basically, they're saying... For the home games, get your ass to fucking Highmark Stadium. It's not that expensive. They're doing two for 22 tickets right now. Mm. Um, They have uh, full season packages starting at $99. I would totally do that Uh, if I I didn't have the kind of job. Yeah, if you or I didn't have the kind of job we had, we could totally do that. Um, You all like to go out and have fun on Saturdays. like (laughs) We work. Somebody needs to 
facilitate the fun having. Yes, you that, know, that, that's and us. they do that for money. Yes, um, and then the one home game that they're going to um, show on the CW is the Fourth of July game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Hounds are having the Fourth of July game. So go to the Hounds game in the afternoon and stay downtown and watch some fireworks later. Yeah. Uh, ticket. They gonna keep the stadium open for the fireworks. Probably. I mean, that's I, a I good... would. Didn't they last year? They played on Fourth of July. And yeah, because they, they played it at seven. And so... they played at seven. It was over, and then you could stay in the stadium. And watch but it the was fireworks. the weather was weird last year. It was rainy. So the fireworks. I don't know. I don't think they went off like on time. They didn't they, go off were... on time. Yeah, but I... they went off still. Not complaining because it's Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, you go all have fireworks. Go have fireworks. fireworks. Uh, but yeah, again, my first my first Fourth of July in my house, I had to be able to know if I could see the fireworks from my house. Or so not. you stayed home to look out your back deck. I had to freaking work. Ah, uh, but I could see them from my office. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but the packages, uh, like we I just mentioned, are still available for individual games as well as season packages. They have flex packages and so forth as well. Uh, you know, I wish they did like a businessman special like baseball does. But unfortunately, the Hounds don't play a lot of Tuesday afternoon yeah. one o'clock games. I mean, no, that's just not that's just not how it works. You know? <laughs> Afternoons are for like weekend games, and yeah, you know, during the week you play at night. Yes, so we're looking forward to Hounds having a good season. Uh, they got a bunch of guys back. I was scrolling through. Uh, I think they have a total of fifteen signed. So they that leaves them a lot of room on their roster for all the guys that. Um, that they had on tryouts and are in the preseason with them and so forth. Yeah. Uh, how many does a soccer roster usually hold? Uh, it depends. Because what, what, how, how many are on the field at one time? Eleven. Eleven. And then typically, like, you'd have five. Five to six subs. Five subs available. One of, one of no. them would have to be a goalkeeper in case something should happen. Right. Such as your goalkeeper gets a red card, which happened in a game that I watched <laughs> on Sunday. Goalkeeper taking a red card? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. It happens, right? There was a lot of there was a lot of good. Oh man, I watched so much freaking soccer. It's disgusting. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so what we are also talking about Sunday. I was watching the PGA Tour, and uh, Kevin Mitchell uh, wins his first ever of his career at the Honda Classic at Palm Beach Gardens. Is that as exciting as the time he caught the fly ball with his bare hand, though? Wrong, Kevin Mitchell. You're kidding me. <laughs> you mean the Kevin Mitchell who used to play baseball and is probably like 55 by now? Like, is not is on not, the PGA not Tour in 27. Okay. No, right. no, unfortunately. Okay. It's not the same Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. Um, it's too bad. He was like my brother's favorite. That was a favorite. great game, though, when he caught that fly ball with his bare hand. Was that, that was at Riverfront Stadium. Yeah, that was, was after, that was after he blew up with San Francisco and he ended up on the Reds. Yeah. No, I think he was still playing for San Francisco. It just happened to be in Riverfront Stadium. No, no, no. Didn't he play for the Reds though? At some point, uh, towards the I end of his he career. Did that for the Reds. Nah, I think it was against the Reds and River. We gotta look it up. We gotta watch it. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it on the break. Uh, we'll pull it up on YouTube. Um, so Palm Beach Gardens, uh, the Champions Course. This course is known for the Bear Trap uh, from holes 15 to 18. Uh, has water on. Why all is it the called holes. Bear Trap? Uh, the Bear. Because of Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas designed is the course. shaped like a bear claw pastry? So the the final, you know how like the church pews. So, so claw, the final like, the final you know I mean? the final four holes are all like around this whole yeah. lake that the uh-huh. lake that the that it's a man made lake obviously, uh-huh. but it's kind of shaped like a bear claw. It is. Um, <laughs> I'm so hungry now. Bro. It is right. <laughs> I want a bear claw. Is Bethel Bakery open? No, many many side rants like. I get the spirit of fucking Lent and everything, but, like, if you're not giving up donuts for Lent, why should you be forced to give up Poonchki for Lent? See, here's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying, man? Down the street from my house, we we could walk 
but they're not open. The uh, St. Anne's Fish Fry, they make the bombest ass donuts. Yeah. Dorothy Fish Fry. Right. So it's just like, yeah, you should, you, like, some people's tradition is to not eat any kind of, like, rich cakes and pastries during, during Lent. But, other, like, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, I'm going to give up, like, meat or, like, something really hard. Okay. But, like, I should still be able to have a donut if I want one because cake is cheap. And guess what? Cake doesn't have any meat in it. So if I want to, like, express my humility by, like, not eating meat on a Friday, like, why can't I just have, like, a crispy treat and call it a day? I, I, I'm giving up scotch. Really? God bless you, man. I'm giving up scotch for Lent. You're going to drink bourbon? <laughs> bourbon <laughs> Canadian? Irish. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know how it works. In kindergarten, we, they, they, I don't know why, like, they made us give something up for Advent. Oh. Maybe just to prepare us for giving shit up for Right, months. yeah, right. I told my kindergarten teacher that I was going to give up ice cream because it's too cold in December anyway <laughs> to be eating ice cream. Pretty much. And she, like, told my parents that, like, that was my attitude. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, what might, about might it? Might as well. Uh, so, the so, yeah, but, but when this course holds 5318, <laughs> got water on all four holes, uh, you got two par, uh, you got two par threes, a par four, and a finishing hole was a par five. Uh, which came into play uh, significantly in the final of this match. Uh, Bruce Kepka and uh, Ricky Fowler uh, made it interesting. Bruce Kepka was in the clubhouse with the lead, uh, with the guy still in the course with four holes left to play. Um, Ricky Fowler uh, birdied uh, the par five final 18 to tie, have a three-way tie. Uh, but then you had uh, Kevin Mitchell uh, was already tied with Kepka, who was already in the clubhouse, and he. Um, Put himself into some trouble off the tee, and totally regained himself to have an easy pitch and putt uh, from from there. And he finished with a birdie, which gave him a minus nine total and the win. Uh, and then he had two guys behind him off eighteen. And after their second shot, they were like, "Yep, uh, he wins. They're out of it now." Uh, so it's like when he made a bad throw from the outfield and it got cut off by Robbie Thompson, who right? made like a very accurate throw to the plate. Exactly, you know, saving, saving uh, yourself. So, um, uh, you know, Fowler Fowler's a hell of a player. Um, I think he falls on some bad luck uh, on the tour uh, at some times. Uh, this week, the PGA Tour goes to the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill Country Club and Resort mm. in Orlando. Uh, Tiger was slated to play this. Um, but with withdrew um, due to a uh, neck soreness. He said he's been dealing with it for about a week and a half, and it just didn't get any better. Uh, he said his, he he came out and said, "Look, my lower back's fine. My back's cool. It's not with my back. It's my neck." He goes, and I just he's probably just slept up. on it. Funny. And he said he you know he's getting ready, and he says we'll see you at the. Um, I don't know if he's gonna play the Copperhead course next week, but I know he said definitely be ready for the um, uh, the players. At Sawgrass, um, so this is a. I looked at some of the the groups that are going off the featured groups. Uh, so I one of them is Mickelson, DeChambeau, and Justin Thomas. That's an interesting group to watch right there. There's four featured groups for this tournament. They're all top notch players. I mean, come on, I'm PGA Tour for God's sake. Um, but yeah, uh, this is gonna be a fun weekend uh, for golf. The Arnold Palmer Invitational and Arnie only died what two years ago mm-hmm. or a year and a half, two years. I feel like we've only had one cycle of the tournament. So a year and a half, yeah. probably. Um, and so this will be the second tournament without him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody loves this tournament. The Bay Hill 
is uh, of course an Arnold Palmer design course, and it's like his. It was his home away from Latrobe. Hmm. Um, so this is one everybody really loves to win. Uh, you know, you're getting into prepping for the Masters now, and you're getting yeah. in there, and they're in the Florida swing, and you know when they're in the Florida swing, and then they put the players back to where it's supposed to be in March, and then they, uh, you know, they they what happened was last year they they took a tournament out and added one in and so forth, so the Masters since they put this back in March, they didn't take a tournament away. So the Masters, instead of being the first week in April, it's the second weekend in April. Um, but no, uh, I'm really interested for this. Uh, watching all the golf every weekend, and especially me working in a golf-oriented place now, mm. um, I, I'm really getting a bug. Like I, like I went out and hit 30 balls tonight after my shift. Oh, yeah? I did. I went out and... I, so people leave clubs where I work all the time. Huh. I don't understand how like you just forget your shit. Especially like, I guess when I go I'll, to the range, I only take like one or two clubs. I take my whole bag because I don't know because I want to work on what I'm working on. But people leave, and golf clubs, by the way, if you didn't know, people are expensive. Uh, they don't have to be though. They don't have to be. I got my I got my clubs from the consignment store, right? On I Potomac, know. I understand. And I from get my it. uncle, not everybody's like like people I know and and somewhat. I, I buy expensive clubs, but after they've been used for a couple years and they're still in good condition, yeah, and work for me. Um, but, uh, people leave expensive shit. Like, so there's this one club in the lost and found that's been there forever months. So mm. if it's over 30 days and it's kind of like fair game. So I went out and hit it for like 30 balls today. I'm like, I like it. Did you take it? Brought it home. <laughs> Got it. Rescue. <laughs> it is. I rescued the club. We should get you a, one of the bumper stickers that says who rescued who. <laughs> but it's like instead of like a dog paw, it's shaped like a golf ball. <laughs> right. Or like a club head or something. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting the itch. I'm like, you know, the last week of February, I'm like, oh, it's been like 50 degrees the last week of February. I'm like, maybe we're going to get this break, break. And then boom, four inches of snow, then single digits. I'm like, son of a bitch, first week of March. You know, I, I was sitting here remembering 2012 um, was... 85 degrees for St. Patty's Day Parade Day. <laughs> you just got a big smile on your face like, yeah, I remember the first three hours of that day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I rode my bike to the parade, so I was like, you know. Sweating your ass off. I was normal, though. Like, I wasn't drinking. I just, I remember, because there was like a whole, like, uh, I was involved in a corned beef catering project mm. at, at a local establishment. Uh so, yeah, like, I did my partying later. I, I went to the parade. I, like, you know, shook some hands, talked to some people. And shook some I, babies and, uh... Nobody, nobody's trusting me with their babies. You, know? <laughs> you see me at the parade, it's best to assume that I'm probably drunk, but I wasn't. But still, shaking, like, don't risk your shaking baby. Shaking babies and kissing hands. I didn't kiss any hands. I just, you know, <laughs> shook some hands. Didn't see any babies. Like, just saw, like, you know, my weird friends. That, and, right? They're all then I went. Then I went back to Dormont and... You know, Proceeded. ate some corned beef and drank some Jameson. That's good. And that was a really good, that was probably the best St. Patrick's Day It's a really good St. Patrick's so, Day. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to get into some more stuff that I really want to bitch and argue about. I don't want to argue. I, I'm not, we're not going to argue. I'm trying to argue, man. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just going to bitch about it. Okay. Um, so we'll be back in just a few moments. Uh, so listen to these things that are going on at our friends with Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Uh, with awesome podcasts that host our podcast, as well as other great ones like Awesome Cast and Wrestle Mayhem. We'll be back in just a few moments. Let's talk tech. 
tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for the second edition here on episode 72, the horny episode. And right now, I'm going to crack something that's very awesome. We're going to have the Hop Juju from Fatheads um, to have some good juju while we talk about some bad juju. Is that a Juju Smith-Schuster tie-in, or is it just called Hop Juju? It's called Hop Juju and has been for several years. Okay. They make it, and Fatheads makes it once a year, and it comes out uh, in February every year. And it's made, and once it's gone, it's gone. So, until next year. Mm. I had some friends in from out of town a couple weeks ago who were... They are kind of disappointed when I told them that the uh, Fatheads like brewery is... It's like, actually in, in Cleveland? Pretty much in Cleveland. Not, yeah. It's in the suburbs, but... Yeah. You know... Yeah, it's like, oh... Whatever you know, makes sense for them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. everybody's you know. like, oh, Fatheads is Pittsburgh. Uh, no, they have the brew pub and the restaurant here. The brewery itself is actually in Cleveland, people. Mm. Um, you know what, Cleveland, the best thing come out of Cleveland right now is our beer. And they, they have got good some, beer. They yeah. got really good beer. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I got some family up there that I have to love. Uh, so, there's that. So, we're going to have... I'm going to have a hop juju and think about good juju while we talk about fucking A.B., Fucking A B, uh, you know. Usually, usually you would have headed that section of the notes as Steelers, but it's not even really about the Steelers, is it? No, it's not. So, did you get a chance to watch his interview on ESPN or his appearance on the Shop with LeBron? I don't know if you get HBO or not. I do. I have the HBO Plus, and I, I so I, I watched it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So, AB's got a total of like two and a half minutes total talking time on the show, which was two and a half minutes more than he needed. Uh, first to be that barber that didn't cut off his little fucking blue fucking whatever shit he's got going on top and shave that blonde walrus looking mustache. Should I, I would have paid that barber like, I don't know, give him 1500 bucks. Just, oops, sorry. Well, I, I, I would imagine it. that it would be bad for LeBron James' brand if like he started subjecting people to haircuts that they didn't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's that he's that he's got that clean of a record, so to LeBron speak. LeBron James has a super clean record. So you know, like you don't want your legacy being like all the titles and all the you know playing on all these different teams. But and the Barbara creating, show creating a personal brand, and you've got this like sterling reputation, and everyone respects and loves you, even in Ohio, who you've left twice in free agency, and like. Straight up, like, yeah, but there was that whole bad haircuts that were, like, given without consent. That's not cool. Right? So anyway, like, enough about A.B.'s hair. Okay. What did he have to say? So what he had to say was when he was on that... Okay, so on the on the shop, which I watched first, um, he basically, like, threw... That's remarkable. He, I didn't even know that this happened. He basically threw um, Ben under the bus. Which he's done before, and then I'm making like a shrug emoji right now. uh, Not because it's been done before, but because like it was justified when it has been done in the past, and it needs to happen again. And then and then he throws Tomlin under the bus, and he throws the coaching staff under the bus. I don't know enough about the coaching staff. And then he throws and then he throws the Rooney under the bus. What did he say about Tomlin specifically? Uh, He he basically was like, he's like, yeah. He goes, coach told me. he says, you know, he goes, he goes, I told Coach I'm sore. 
He goes, I need, I need to, I need to chill. I need to get healthy. And, and coach is like, sure, and go home then. You know, just go home. And then he's like, so I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. He goes, so I went home. He says, and that was on like Wednesday. He says, and then, so I was at home, like doing my thing, trying to get better. And when I goes, I'm beat up, banged up, man. So coach is like, go home, get get healthy, do what you do. He says, I didn't show up Thursday. I'm still doing what I do. He goes, I didn't show up Friday. I'm doing what I do. He says, you know, Saturday I'm trying to get healthy. He goes, I'm ready to go for the game on Sunday. He goes, I get in there and they tell me I'm not playing. He's like, because I didn't answer a phone call. He goes, he told me to go home. Now, now, talk, now, somebody's lying here, and I don't think it's Tomlin. But I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I don't have, I can't call either one of them so right what, now. Like, be, I can't call either one of them right now and be like, yo, dude. Who said what? You know, and then who 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 there overheard your ass? So the original story was that like the the injury was a cover for him getting like shadow suspended for having his like blow up in practice with Big Ben. Initially, that's what it started out. And at. the problem now he's saying now he's saying that he told Coach like, hey. I'm I'm banged up. I I I need some time. And and he said, Coach was like, then just go home. And then he's like, so I went home. So I went home and I, I yeah, I didn't go to practice for a couple of days. He goes, I come in on Sunday, ready to work, ready to do my thing. He goes, get that win. He goes, and he goes, we needed help. He goes, but we need to win first. He goes, and the help didn't come through, so it didn't matter in the end. He goes, like, but you know, I come in on Sunday and they're like, he's like, you ain't playing. Because you weren't here for practice on Saturday, he goes, and you didn't answer my call. He's like, you didn't call me, and you know, uh, so I'm like, somebody's lying here, and it's either AB or Tomlin, and I bet it's probably not Tomlin. Just saying. But like Tomlin, you know, like if he's like being, you know, kind of screwed over right now by AB, you know, like he left that door open for that to happen by not being honest in the first place. Right. If there was truly an injury, then I... Yeah. But, like, if it would, like, from what... But also... The first first we heard about the injury was after everything blew up. Like, we didn't know that that Antonio Brown was, like, what, on Saturday? Was he on the injury report before that game? I don't think he was. Late Late Saturday. Late Saturday. Okay. Late Saturday. Late Saturday. Because he didn't show up for the practice. Right. So why not just say... On Sunday, like, yeah, AB's not playing because he violated a team rule. And leave it at that. You don't yeah. have to say what. Yeah. You don't have to name names. You, you know what I mean? But, like, he still tried to, I think, because maybe he was trying to leave the door open for AB to still come back next year. Right. Maybe he, like, you know, within the rules of the league, like, put forward this, like, well, there was an injury that he reported, so, you know, he was just, you know, on the injury report. Um, yeah, and then we find out later that the, you know. So now AB is able to use Tomlin's lie to cover his own ass on the way out the door, and subsequently make both Big Ben and Coach Tomlin look worse. Right. Than is maybe fair to them. Okay, so that's interesting. Right. So that was on the shop. Okay. Uh, with LeBron James, and if you want to watch that, I know exactly where that time is. I can pull it up on the Apple TV, and you can watch before you leave tonight. It's fucking hysterical. Um, and then. Uh, he w- had a one-on-one interview with a guy from ESPN, and I believe it was at his house, or it was at somebody's rented house, because it was a very nice foyer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, but 
You do get a nice foyer when you're one of the Young Money crew. Right. Uh, Most of those guys probably have nice foyers. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and then he was saying how, you know, he is... He is a B. He is his own brand. And he and he says, any team that gets me, he goes, I want guaranteed money. He says, A, B, don't do no more no more unguaranteed. So, dude's talking. So, what, are you going to play uh, baseball? So You right? don't get guaranteed money in well, football. Well, no, no, you get guaranteed money when you sign well, you a contract. Well, you get a signing bonus. But you have your contract, and you structure your contract for guaranteed money. That you're going to get, and you're going to get that up front. But no so, unguaranteed so, money would entail okay. him playing for free every week. But he's not playing for free, but his guaranteed money right, was but already Right, I, I just up. don't, like, okay, but someone like Antonio Brown, I don't think would, like, you probably would understand this. Like, if, you're, if your job said to you, like, Steve, we're going to give you, like, everything that you are going to gross in tips for the next year, plus all of your wages, up front, okay, and you would probably still come to work every day with, like, whatever level of a smile you can muster based on, like, other environmental cues. Correct. And you would say, like, I got paid up front. Like, I was wise with my money or I was foolish with my money. Neither here nor there. That's on me. So the I way, don't see Antonio so, Brown so, having the same degree so, of thought. Like, so, he's going to be like, my game checks suck and I'm going to quit on this so, team. So what happens, well, so what happens is, is A.B., his his contract who has three years left on his contract by the way um structured his contract and he had it structured to where he was 17 mil a year mm-hmm. but he was guaranteed 20 or his total contract was 70 77 million five years he was guaranteed 30 of it up front which he got so now he's playing. So what? what what's seventy-seven million minus thirty is forty, right? Four, forty-seven. Mm-hmm. So he's getting forty-seven split up over top of five years. Yeah. He's at the time he was the highest-paid wide receiver until OBJ snuck in there and got his deal, um, which apparently he's being shopped too. But it's not about OBJ. It's about AB. So now. He's still gonna get money. He's still gonna. He's still getting over. So he's still getting over nine mil a season, ish. I'd beat a football for nine mil a season. Okay. So he's wanting more guarantees. But they money. wouldn't pay a, a football nine million. Everyone always says that, but like I know. You it's, know what it's, I mean? it's a figure. the economics of it is that like it's a earn... figure of speech, Pat. right? We get right. it. You got to work at it. You got to you got to like do like a lot of work to earn that nine million. Yes, you know. And so, if he doesn't want to do it for the Steelers, then so so whoever whatever team the Steelers trade him to, he's gonna want to probably he's gonna probably hold out on them mm. and whatnot. So this is lowering his trade value exactly. Where the and, and where the Steelers are are, are now. They've said there's teams interested. There's three. There's four. There's some in a division. There's some not in a division. Whatever they 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 and nobody's talking because until March 13th, when the new NFL season officially begins, you you're not gonna know anything. Um, and the Steelers have to get rid of him before March 17th, or they have they they owe him 2.5 million as a roster spot, as well as any other team that he gets traded to. Would owe him two point five million on the seventeenth. Well, as of tonight, Wednesday, I was reading that there's going to be a deal done by Friday. 
and that they're not obligated to announce it until the new, or they're not even allowed. They, they're not allowed to announce it until the and, new, and until the new year starts. They like can't next even ink, they can't even ink. The, they can have a handshake deal. Yeah, but they can't ink it until the the thirteenth. But we might even know what the deal is. Like we know about the Flacco deal. It's supposedly supposed to go down. Right, for and Flacco that could always change because nothing's. It's but, a handshake deal. I mean, if you're gonna, I'm sorry, but like, if I'm gonna violate my like principles of like gentlemanly honesty and like you know my word is my bond i would certainly not do it over joe freaking flacco but anyway hurt, hurt. so that's a done deal and if they come out on friday and say like yeah we're trading a b to the redskins for their first round pick like you know so, i think we can all rest easy this weekend you know right like, so so really also what it's gonna be also i heard uh a new one uh, uh, cleveland's interested okay now cleveland for their number one pick for a b cleveland's draft in 17th this That's year. like the lowest draft pick they've had in decades. Correct. <laughs> you are correct. Cleveland's draft in 17th. Um, I think it was because they actually gave up. Because they did some trades. They did some... They, I think they gave up on the one draft pick for Jarvis Landry. Mm. Uh, so they actually were slated to have two draft picks this year. Mm. So I think that they end up giving up their highest number one. Yeah. For Based Jarvis on their Landry. record, yeah. they usually get higher than 17. Yeah. Um, but... They uh, so they're talking about Cleveland. So and Andrew Filipponi on the fan today was talking about uh, if he goes to Cleveland, you get the 17th draft pick. If he goes to Oakland, and Oakland rumored to be offering the 27th number one draft pick, where Oakland has three draft picks this year, three mm-hmm. number ones, um, they're rumored to be offering the 27th overall. Um, would you trade into Cleveland for the higher draft pick? Also, think about this. Baker Mayfield, also considered to be a hothead, mm. which I think he did really, really well in his rookie season going into Cleveland, especially where Tyrod Taylor was supposed to be the guy, and then he was supposed to carry a clipboard behind Tyrod Taylor, and Tyrod Taylor fucked up. Give um, me a young hothead with something to prove over an old hothead with the entitlement that goes with the mantle of like yes. future Hall of Famer. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, like that future Hall of Famer appellation, like that Tyrod's doesn't help, not even gonna that be a doesn't future help Hall of Ben's ego like that's already right. substantial from like the moment we met the guy. Right. Well, Ben... I never met the guy. I've met You've him several times. Him. And I can tell does, you... Does he walk around with like dignity and humility? No. Is he like a is he no. like a latter he day? He did he did his Hannes first Wagner. he did his first <laughs> two seasons. Yeah. And then he won a Super Bowl. Then he won a Super Bowl. And then he survived a motorcycle crash. Yep. And then he's That like, changed him. You know, that turned him into like Frank from Blue Velvet, basically. Heard. Maybe not. So so can you so think about this. If A B were to go to Cleveland, they would have to spend more money on him, which would leave uh, less money for other pieces that they actually need. That that's like such a fucking like Cold War strategy. And then also, I love it. I love it. And then also, um, it's like it's like also, on the Americans when they also, tried to send also, the bad wheat to the Russians. So also, you have AB who's been in the league for what nine years now, and going up with Baker Mayfield, who this will be a sophomore season, mm. going at each other. AB mm. could tear that fucking team apart. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go at each other. No, but he but can tear that team apart, and they would have less money to do other things that they need. The Browns don't have a strong, authoritative coach, so what's gonna happen more than likely is that, like, you know, they'll like pull Mayfield and put in the backup because of Brown like throwing a fit. Brown Brown doesn't have to go after Mayfield because he can send like. The coach, to but base, also the, 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 whoever the Browns coach is, is basically gonna work for Antonio Brown. But also, but also they got Jarvis Landry. Yeah, so they have a stud name wide receiver who does mm-hmm. very well. 
Um, they have a decent tight end in Gary Barnledge. Uh, they got running backs up there that aren't too bad. Um, you know, I just didn't. I did not read that the Browns were interested. That it came out today. I saw it came out today. You know, Washington. Yeah, and Tampa. the only reason I brought that up because I was on my way to work and I was listening to the fan on the way to work and Andrew felt funny was about it. Um, well, I read Kevin Colbert's quote about. Um, well, obviously, we want to try to trade them someplace that we won't have to play them. Right. But but that's impossible but, because. But he said, if if they get to the Super Bowl, we want to be good enough to be in the Super Bowl, and that's honorable and stuff. Right. But like. Every trade them to Washington. They're not going to make. I promise you. I promise you. The, the Redskins and are not going to make the Super Bowl And Dan Snyder's got more money. Year. He knows what to do with it. Has made really, I really dumb moves. I promise you. Um, I promise you. You know, Dan Snyder could get AB, AB just to like make himself look a little better in the eyes of his fans. Yeah. You know, um, um, the Raiders for could, bringing a would, guy in that's still in his prime. <laughs> Think about that. Dan Snyder's made some dumb moves of bringing guys back that were not. Bring guys in that were past their prime and over 40. Um, Maybe someday AB will have like a DC sports talk show with LeVar Arrington or something. LeVar though was done there before his prime was over. Yeah, I know, but he's I loved mean, there because yeah, of, he's, he's loved, loved there because, because of what he did for because 10 years. of what he did there, right? Yeah, so like maybe maybe, maybe Brown could do that. Who knows? Uh, but he's still not going to win them a Super Bowl because they're just not ready. No, they're not. And uh, they play in a tough division. Yeah, and they play in a tough. They play in the NFC East. But the Raiders, I think, have been like the talk, and the Raiders have three draft pick number one draft picks to play with, which is where that's at right now. Uh, and then also this other shit now coming out with it with this uh, what, what's that website the, the cam whatever um, where celebrities if you pay a certain amount of money the celebrities will will give you a personal video shout out to like hey it's Antonio Brown here hanging out in my pool just want to wish Matt a happy birthday and congratulations on that new job position go get it boy booming okay so he's getting so. They're charging $500. So say, like, Andrew Philpine was talking about this today. That's why I was bringing this up. Because I saw it before I listened to that show on my way to work. Um, you can't be mad at the guy. You don't... I don't think he's broke. I do think Antonio Brown will be, at some point, broke. Because he's just an idiot. Um, especially when you spend $25,000 on a diamond-studded goat ring. And you're having one at Super Bowl yet. Um... But if you Dude, ask, okay, so if you all, ask me, it's just a good place to like. You, put, it's well, not a bad investment. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It's a bad investment. You never get back what you paid for shit. Right, you, but like sometimes you, you, never, you just you need to park it. Have you ever bought an engagement it. ring, motherfucker? No, I haven't. Good. Don't. Sometimes you just gotta park. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta park your money somewhere else, man. Maybe AB doesn't have faith in banks. You know. I don't have faith in banks, and I park my money as cash. Okay. And, cash, and, but when you have and, AB cash, right? But you, how but, many shoe boxes full of money go into like a twenty five thousand dollar ring, man? I'm just saying. Depending on what the denomination you know? is. So, <laughs> plus, you could put. Okay, listen, man. Like, I'm like the way AB carries on. Like, he's more statistically likely than you or I to have his domicile like torched. Yes. Either by himself or by a jealous a ex-lover. Yeah. So it is important to be able to store as much of your assets as possible in a fireproof safe of some sort. <laughs> Correct. Or and a that? fucking shoebox full of $100 bills, you know, you got to buy the big safe. If that's your, you if your approach. But, but if you got a $25,000 okay, diamond ring... Okay, but, but, but here's the thing. I can't be mad at him. You can't knock the hustle. 
Because so this website said so they're charging five hundred dollars. Say A B gets two fifty of it. So all he has to do is four thirty second to a minute spots and he makes a thousand bucks. I would pay him five hundred dollars to do like a freaking ad for like Well <laughs> like a you know like could could you get him to do like your campaign ad? Probably. Could you be like, hi, this is Antonio Brown, and you should vote for well, fucking Raja so, so, or some so shit. So, by the like, way, <laughs> folks, when if you're listening to this and you wanna and you wanna listen and you wanna do something fun, um, I donated eighty four cents to it because AB is number eighty four. Uh, Randy Bauman started up a GoFundMe page mm. to get five hundred dollars so that he could have AB wish Ben a happy birthday, a happy anniversary, and a congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know. Keep in mind, this is Randy Bowman now that we're talking about, but. This hurts, man. I mean, so I can't be mad the guy. You can't knock his hustle. It's just corny. That's corny. That's, that's corny. not, that's not like, I'm not mad at him. If you said, hey, Steve, we'll pay you $20 to go on video for 30 seconds to a minute and wish people happy birthday, happy anniversary, congratulations on the new job, you know, stuff like that. Hey, happy engagement, whatever. Dude, I do it. Nobody wants to hear me. No, I know. That's why we're on a podcast and I'm a fucking fan. Yeah. Because we do this. We, 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 you get to hear us for like an hour and a half. Yeah. For free. For free. For free. You know, you, it'd be nice if you bought a slice on Broadway pizza. It would be awesome. You know, but you don't have to. It's not like, uh, you, you don't have to like feed your receipt like into your hard drive. Yeah. To download this podcast. So. AB a- a- came off these two interviews at like an even bigger dick and a diva uh, than he has already came across as, and he I I think he's just running his career into the ground, and, and he's gonna get and, paid and his trade potential. Like these, I, I wish I could, but I can't send or receive payments here. See, Siri can't even send a receipt payment here. Well, Siri, like, if you could, would you pay Antonio Brown five hundred dollars to wish you a happy birthday? No, because you're British. You'd probably be like, I want, I want Jack Grealish. I want Jack Grealish to wish me a happy birthday. So here or there, <laughs> I, I, I just at this point, and I, a friend of mine, who I, I don't want to name or where he's at, but. He he is hung out with AB, mm. uh, and he is dealt with him on a friend level. He's mm. dealt with him on a uh, a, a service level, mm. and uh, he's been at several events that AB has been at. And he even came out and said, "Yo, this dude's trash. Give him the fuck out of town right now." Like, because he he is now not allowed at a certain place, um, oh, and, and I'm not naming where that is. Well, you tell me off air. I will. You have to. I will. I'm not doing the third segment if you don't. <laughs> I will tell you off air. That's some, that's some dirt. But anyway, it so is. it's crazy, and it's coming to a head maybe sooner than we thought, but the whole thing is coming to a head. Yeah. This has to be sorted out by the draft, obviously, if a draft pick is involved, and the draft is like a month and a half from now. So, you know, We're, the NFL March, keeps us hooked. Like, there's always stories all the way through uh, the season. Next Wednesday or next Thursday, we'll know for sure. Yeah. So there you have it. That's the end of that. Next next um, week when we record, we'll be bitching about where we he got. went and what we got for him. Um, and hopefully, uh, I will be. This is a blissful week where I don't have to worry. Like I know the the Steelers are about to get hosed by an untradeable little devious, like <laughs> just like 
speeding, you know, bike advocate, but also Ferrari driving a hundred mile an hour. He's a man of many contradictions. Okay, right. understood. Uh, and dude, like, I'm dude, not... he says one thing and does the other in thirty seconds. It, I, it's it's when fucked he, up. When I found out that there was a Steeler who rode his bike to work, I was like, "This guy is a hero. He's a legend." Yeah, he started off like Juju. And now he, but I'm sorry, but like, you're not a true friend of cyclists if you think I, it's okay I actually, to drive a hundred miles an hour. I actually worry about Juju. I worry about Juju. Um, Don't worry, man. Like, I mean, that's. that's I worry the... about. I worry about Juju. Um, I do. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Here's the um, Okay. Well, again, like, there's like a we should do a bonus segment where you got to pay for like all the like. Dirt. Yeah, right. That, that we'll we'll pull all the dirt section. Oh out. man, um, be like TMZ Pittsburgh. Right. Um, so also, uh, uh, we're done with that. Over. Moving on. So, did you get a chance to watch on Saturday uh, uh, the end of the Caps Rangers game in Madison Square Garden? No. Uh, so uh, crazy ending to that game. It went to overtime into a shootout. Um, so Ovechkin's coming down, and. Um, it, it does what Oveshkin does. It starts mm-hmm. on the left, cuts across to the right, and goes to score um, uh, on his shootout. But the goalie for the Rangers uh, went for a poke check mm-hmm. and just ended up just throwing his whole stick out and knocking the puck away from Ovechkin's stick. Yeah, you can't freaking do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So uh, Ovechkin was awarded the goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, in I the saw, game. I didn't know what happened. Like I saw, I saw a tweet where somebody just like quoted from the NHL rulebook. And like I didn't even have to look it up. Like I was just like, yeah. oh, oh, neat. Like some somebody won on a goal that didn't actually go in the goal. But yep. guess what, man? Like that's the rules. That's you the know? rules. That's the that would be what would happen in a penalty shot in like regulation, you know. And um, that's the rules. So and don't be throwing your stick, people. Yeah, don't be throwing your stick across you know? the ice and knocking pucks out. Hoshik used rules. to do that all the time. Yeah, Hoshik was. Hoshik was a flopper, man. He'd flop around, and it's not, flopping's not illegal. No. But if you flop, and then you're just like, oh, that was a stick. Oh, that was a stick. You yeah. know? He got away with it a lot. A little disingenuous. He got away with it a lot. Not saying the they deserve to be screwed. Was... Not saying they deserve to be screwed in the Stanley Cup Finals or anything. But, you know, like, easy come, easy go. Right. Uh, and then back to football a little bit. We talked about um, uh, our boy down there, Flacco, um, headed to uh, Denver. Uh, and we don't know the terms of the deal, uh, and we won't until next Wednesday. Uh, also, uh, it, it's come out that the Jaguars are expected to sign Nick Foles uh, down there. Nick Foles, of course, Philadelphia Eagles, um, became the third quarter, the third backup quarterback to take a team uh, to win a Super Bowl. And ironically, all three quarterbacks that have done that are all the NFC East. Um, and Nick Foles was originally drafted by Philly, mm. let go, uh, went down to uh, St. Louis Rams, and then Philly picked him back up, uh, and so forth. Now he's expected to get on there to Jacksonville. What's that? Do? What, what what confidence does that give Blake Bortles? Because uh, Blake Bortles has been kind of like a butt joke of the NFL for a couple years now. There's we're like, oh, a- you got Bortles because he either has a hell of a game or he has a shit game. There's literally a sitcom character who is obsessed with Blake Bortles and he's considered to be like the quote-unquote dumb guy on the show. Okay. So this is on The Good Place. I don't know if you've ever watched that. Um, I have not. One of, one of the characters is like obsessed with Blake Bortles. Like... The, the, it started before Blake Bortles had one good year and eliminated the Steelers from the playoffs. Um, 
you know, and maybe the jokes wouldn't have aged as well if Blake Bortles had continued to be excellent, but he wasn't. Yeah, okay, so he had one so, really good year, yeah. his rookie year, and then, and then after that, last year he was still a stud quarterback for fantasy football owners. I had in, him as a backup In last certain year. games. In certain games, in he certain was never games. better than Ben Roethlisberger. No, no. So um, he was but, of no use to me as a backup, but I guess yeah. you're right. But, I mean, he... Um, uh, I cut him at the end just because I was so he, pissed he off. Has, he has his... Um, I didn't need a quarterback at all that week. I was just like, you're gone. Yeah, he, he just, um, you know, he either has a hell of a game or he has a shit game. And that's and that's where the whole, oh, you got bortled, you know, type thing comes from. Uh, you know what? I hope there's a quarterback controversy in Jacksonville this year. You know, gives them something to, to, to shoot for, whatnot. I hope it makes Bortles better. I just um, want to see Foles. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can just see Foles and call it a day. I mean, mm. Jacksonville, you know, went to the AFC Championship game two seasons ago. Mm. Last year, started off beating the Patriots and then ended up with a subpar record mm. overall. Um I, I don't know what changes they made inside that organization. Well, they fired their OC, I know that. Right. Uh, um, Tom Coughlin is still... Is, is he GM or Vice President of Operations? I think he's It doesn't right. matter. It's just a title. Yeah. He's he's, uh, he's pulling some pulling strings. strings. He's a personnel strings. guy. Yeah. Um, you know. I guess the difference would be that, like, does a GM have say in who's the coach? You know what I mean? Does Kevin Colbert get to fire Mike Tomlin? I don't think that's how it works. Nah. But like I, a, a, the VP of operations, if the Steelers... Actually, won. the way with the Steelers are working, that would come from Rooney. It would have to come from Rooney. That would come from Rooney. The, the, Jaguars, um, don't have, the Jaguars don't have like an owner who's super hands-on. Like their, their owner is Shad Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, very rich from his other businesses. And he also owns a soccer team. So, you know, he's... He's that's got a why, lot of lines in the and water. He's, and he's in Europe, and that's why they're. Yeah. if they ever put a team in London, the Jaguars are one of the ones that are potentially slated to go. Also because there are numerous similarities between Jacksonville and London. LOL. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, I'm glad you put the LOL at the end of it, because I'm like, wait a minute. I will say you know? this. London I've been to. Jacksonville I have not. Uh, London is flatter than Pittsburgh, and I'm pretty sure Jacksonville probably is too. It is. So there's um, one there's one thing they have in common. They're both flat. Let me tell Pittsburgh. you about going to a game in Jacksonville. Um so Jacksonville it has a lot of water mm-hmm. around it. Just like London. Um it's on an island. So the stadium itself is actually on an island. Oh yeah? <laughs> um that's out in the Bay Area down there. Because okay, if you ever drive ninety five south and you come down into Jacksonville there's the bridge that goes up. Mm-hmm. Now, the old bridge was awesome. The new bridge, it, it makes you feel safer, but it's not as awesome. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, so the old bridge, when you went up, and you're up high over top of the inlet and so forth, you're like, wow, you're really up here. And then you're like, oh, shit, I'm kind of scared. Now they put the new bridge, when they built it, has the Jersey barriers up high enough where you can't see over them and actually realize how high you are up. Because they put aircraft carriers underneath that motherfucker. Yeah. So where Jacksonville Stadium's at is kind of on an island, and it's one way in and one way out. So you get jammed up in traffic. Oh, great. So <laughs> not only did I just watch Blake Bortles fart around on the field for now three Now you're and stuck in traffic hours. for two. Yeah, no thanks, man. Um, 
and uh, and Jacksonville is is uh, thirty five minutes south of the Georgia line. Uh, my uh, aunt and uncle live in St. Mary's, Georgia, which is the first exit. I'm glad you didn't say in, Florida, Georgia in, line. We all get in it. Georgia. Thanks. In Georgia, going out of Florida um, on 95 there, um, and it's it's uh, it, it's a it, it's a struggle. It is. I, and they held the Super Bowl there in 2004, which happened mm-hmm. to be the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they'll never do that again, <laughs> just because there's not enough hotel rooms. No, no, the hotel rooms met the the standard. But people were staying in Alabama and Georgia. Well, but also in relationship to where Jacksonville is, it's not far from Alabama. Okay, and but the, okay, okay. So that's interesting because the elite East Coast liberal media was like, "Oh my God, you got to drive all the way from Jacksonville to Alabama and Georgia yeah, yeah, just yeah, to yeah, sleep yeah. that night." Yeah, yeah. Okay, driving to Alabama. That's like saying, "Like, oh, but the hotels in Washington County." And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Dri- driving, driving to Alabama and yeah. Georgia is like driving from downtown Pittsburgh to Superville, Ohio, or Weirton, West Virginia. Fascinating. Well, okay. I wouldn't want to go to a Super Bowl in Weirton either. So. Neither would I. Um, but, but it was just that the road structure and so forth and that the construction at times, cause that's the time they were building the, the, the new bridge mm. compared to the old bridge. It, poor it was planning, man. It was poor planning. Uh, and I'm going to touch real quick. Uh, I of course wrote notes, Matt and I were supposed to record last night, but you know, life happens. Um, Zion Williamson, uh, did not return, uh, last night. Um, they have two games left. Uh, two, two. Two games left. I think the last game of the season is North Carolina. Because it usually ends up being the last game of the season for Duke is North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in UNC because they already played in Cameron. So, yeah, it's in UNC. Um, and that will be Saturday. Uh, At the Dean Smith Center. Yeah. I, That's I'm on not, South Campus, I learned. I, I'm, not you know sure, I'm not sure if Duke played tonight uh, or whatnot. Um, but Zion Williamson, he, um, he, he had that... The shoe blowout, yeah, which caused a knee twick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like when you blow a you know tire what? and you break you, a tire. You, you know what? Shut him down for the rest of the season. Get him ready for the tournament season. You know he's a one and done anyway. Uh, they there was the debate on whether to shut him down for the whole. See, I, year. I read that they're going to have him back for the last game. Yeah, yeah I, I read that. I, I read that too. Um, I hope he is uh, and good. I take as, as slimy as he seems sometimes. Like I take Coach K at his word. Yeah, because Coach K actually, you know what? Is not a, he might he might be like kind of craven sometimes, but he's not stupid, and he knows that Coach like, Duke, K. Duke's I think tournament is, resume, yeah, is fine. I, I think, regardless, actually, so, you know what? Out of all the coaches in college basketball, who I trust the most would be Coach K. Um, if if I had to sit there and you said, "Hey, Steve, we have three new bosses coming into work tonight." Uh, we got, uh, Coach K, we got, um, Calipari, and we have, uh, um, uh, uh, Roy Smith. Mm. Or, or, what's, what's his name? North Carolina? Roy. Roy Smith. Yeah, Roy Smith. Yeah. Okay. I was right. Sweet. I was thinking of, uh, the other guy. Julia's brother just got a cat named Roy. Nice. Because, you know. They got two cats, they got, they named him Roy and No, Sue. no, I was thinking Dean Smith. Sorry, it's, uh, Roy. Oh, sorry, Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Who's Roy Smith? Yeah, I was thinking Dean Smith. Yeah, Whenever, Dean Smith, Roy yeah. Williams. Roy Williams. So yeah, if Joe you told me, I, I'd be like, hmm, what manager am I going to gravitate to first? Probably Coach K. Like, seriously. Dad um, gummit. You know, um, I, like you said, he's the least slimiest of all the coaches. I didn't say that. Well. I said as slimy as he seems. Yeah. I, I don't take think his he's, word. I, I when, don't think when, he's slimy. When, 
when he says we're not gonna rush Zion Williamson back before he's healthy, like I trust him. I do. But that that'll my I will change my position on whether or not I trust him when the tournament starts. Correct. Because <laughs> uh, then when the games actually matter, like it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them at all. <laughs> all right, folks, at this point in time, we're going to go ahead and take a break, come back and talk about some NCAA hoops, and then we'll get in some baseball. Uh, do we have to? Yes, we do. Uh, all right, folks, we'll be back in just a few moments to take a listen to what's going on with our friends here at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Also, don't forget about the perfect pepperoni pizza from Slice on Broadway, the original in Beachview, as well as they have one out in the East End. They have one over in uh, North, uh, North Shore in PNC Park, home of the Pirates, as well as Carnegie. We'll be back in just a few moments, folks. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our third and final segment here at Bold Sports, Episode 72, the horny episode. Thank you, Patrick Hornquest, for wearing that number because... I get to say the horny episode. Horny episode. Right? Say it again. Horny episode! Okay. We got it. So uh, this week we're coming into the final stretches of ENCAA basketball. Uh, Pitt took a big loss to number two Virginia last Saturday. Uh, The Panthers have two games left in this season. uh, On the road to Miami and they finish at home to the Irish of Notre Dame. Um, We'll talk about tournaments here in a bit. But uh, Pitt... Obviously gets a bid to the ACC tournament. I don't see them doing anything unless they play somebody in the first round like Wake Forest or, um, you know, some of those lower teams. Uh, Pitt's going to go in as a final seed anyway. They're probably going to end up starting off with number one. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have two wins in the ACC. Uh, am I mad about this Pitt season? No. Um, I've seen great, great uh, strides and growth. It'd be nice um, to see him win a game at the tournament. It would be nice to see him win a game at the tournament. It's awesome. Um, they have uh, gr- they made great strides in growth this season. Jeff Capel's doing his recruiting bit. Jeff Capel is a Duke disciple. Um, he knows what he's doing. Um, give him a few years, and and they'll be back where they need to be, like when Jamie Dixon took over the team from Ben Howland, who kind of had it in shambles. Um, so... You know, and then Jamie Dixon left, and the team wasn't in shambles. Stallings took over, then it became shambles. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not upset with this season. It sucks that they didn't have a, they they have two more wins in the ACC than they did last year. Their um uh, on their uh, what uh, non conference schedule uh, was very good. They pretty much almost ran the table on that. They took two bad losses in a non conference schedule, but you know they never got ranked. Um, now, here's what's fucked up, though. Who did get ranked this year, started out the season at 13 in the country, was West Virginia. They had a um, they had a, uh, 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 an easy non-conference schedule. Uh, they, they moved up into the ranks, up into the top 10 for a minute, and then they started um, Big 12 play. Big 12 play. They, they, I, I don't know if West Virginia won a Big 12 game. I think they might have won one or two. But they have Iowa State at home, and they finish on the road at OK State. Mm. Um, so West Virginia, uh, unless Pitt or West Virginia win their conference, they're not getting in the tournament. And I don't see either one of them winning their conference, especially where TCU's at in the Big 12. And, of course, Pitt has to go through the gauntlet of NC State, Duke, and North Carolina. 
Right, but this pit season might be looked back upon fondly someday. It will be it, it, a turning point. As a turning point, as a stepping exactly. stone to greater things. As a things. stepping stone to greater things. West to come. Virginia season, they would rather just forget. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we talk more uh, here with the local boys. Uh, Duquesne took a bad loss uh, to the Bonnies, uh, and then they had a good win over top of UMass. Uh, the Dukes have St. Louis on the road. They lost. And they have Dayton. They lost to St. Louis. They did lose to St. Louis tonight? Yeah. Shit. That's right. I, I watched these. it. They were down big early. They came back. They did their best comeback in the first half. Right. And then they got down again in the second half, and it was just too late. Um, it was at St. Louis. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty long trip for some college basketball. Right. You know, I'm not going to play like, you know, complain about the geography of the conferences. Like, that all went out the window, you know. Frankly, it never had any legitimacy for me because the Atlanta Braves used to be in the American or the National League West. Right. So and they were in Atlanta. You know, like I've always been like accepting of that, but just the fact of the matter is, like I've been to St. Louis, and that's a you got to get on a plane and fly there. That's a fourteen-hour you know? drive. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, it's not fourteen. It's more like twelve. Yeah, Kansas City's fourteen. I've done I've done St. Louis by myself, and it was twelve. Kansas City's 14. But I, I was actually yeah. coming from Regent Square and not the Bluff. Oh, right. So yeah. might, depending on what time of day you leave, it might, you might be able to shave it down to like 13. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, that damn Squirrel Hill Tunnel, man. Damn it. Uh, just got the trip off to a wrong uh, foot. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, so they the Dukes, uh, St. Louis, they lost tonight, unfortunately. I, I guess I wrote these notes the other day um, and forgot to check up on that. Uh and then um, Dayton uh, comes to finish up the season here at the Palumbo Center. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and Dayton, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I'm sure you probably do. Uh, Dayton seems to always hold the playing games. They do. <laughs> um, so It seems that way because it's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they picked Dayton, Ohio. Um, I guess it's because it's like a middle point. It's kind of not. In the middle at all, um, <laughs> because most of the playing games, the teams are coming from like the East Coast or the Midwest. They're not ever coming usually from like. But the there's point. no reason why they wouldn't. You know, if like Boise State is judged to be deserving of like the 65th spot in the tournament, then guess what? Like you've got to fly to Dayton, Ohio, or 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 you have the fact that you know maybe the people. At uh, University of Dayton, uh, have some shit on people at the NCAA, and they just say, "Yeah, we're gonna go to Dayton every year." That's probably uh, what it is. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure there's like a P tape. No, I, I think it's because Dayton is like a good basketball school. It is a good basketball um, school. The, Small the, conference. The locals embrace the event and like pack the house. They do. So it doesn't it matter provide, who's it playing. It provides atmosphere no it matter does. who's playing. It does. Um, I mean, where else? Like, you know. You could put it smack dab in the middle of the country in, like, Lawrence, Kansas. We know they love basketball in Lawrence, Kansas. We know they love college basketball in Lawrence, Kansas. But I think if you put, like, four teams that weren't Kansas in that field house, you know, be nobody, nobody would show up. It'd be, exactly. it'd, be, it'd be like playing, like, you know, a Jacksonville versus Arizona game at Heinz Field. <laughs> you know, right. people wouldn't show well, we almost had a uh, we almost had a uh, a game of meaningless uh, competition to the Pittsburgh folk of the Miami 
Buffalo game held in Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, last yeah. year because yeah, of a hurricane. Yeah. They were thinking about it. Uh, they just and outright. And you know what? And like I would have gladly. They, just, they outright canceled wrong. the game and just. Hey, guess what? You get week two by week. There it is. I would have uh, gone. I would have gone to that shit. I would have gone. You know, we talked about that. We, we did uh, talk about it. And like here I am right? sitting and saying, like, oh, people wouldn't. I would go. I would go. I'm not enough. I'm not <laughs> 80,000 people. $25 ticket. Boom. The stadium gone. would be empty. Yeah. Me and you would be there. Yeah, right? Uh, and you, could wear, have... you could wear one jersey and I could wear the other. We could we could get drunk as hell and fight each other at some point. Yeah, right? End up in the county jail. No. <laughs> uh, no, we can't do that. Uh, Bobby Moe, though. Um, Bobby Moe uh, looking, uh, uh, took a bad mo- bad loss to Sacred Heart. Um, and then they had a rebound win over top of Wagner. Uh, they host the last game of the season uh, with St. Francis coming in. Uh, and Bobby Moe's been playing their games at um, PPG, uh, PPG Arena. And some at, like, Moon High School or something. Yeah, some at Moon High School uh, while their new arena is being finished. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice when it's done. It is. I think, aren't they building as a dual purpose to have also hockey there, too? I don't know. Um, I, I heard that. I don't know. I Don't, don't quote me on that, folks, but... I Smart heard. move if they do, because their hockey is their hockey's nationally is on nationally a higher plane, a higher than, plane than basketball. Um, now, again, out of the four local teams that we talk about here, uh, with WVU, Pitt, Duquesne, and Bobby Moe, Bobby Moe and Duquesne have the best chance to win their conference tournament and to get a bid in uh, to the 64 tournament. Um, so if you like local as a, basketball, as, as like, a 16 or 15 seed, that's who you should really be following. That's honestly right now. That's who you should be following. And um, like we talked last week, like the, the big conference tournaments are boring because they're inconsequential. Okay. Like finishing second in the ACC tournament still guarantees you a bid in the field of 64. Mm-hmm. Um, not as good as if you finished first in the tournament. Yep. You know what I mean? But, um, there's just, you know. Eight teams from the ACC are going to get in. So, like, where they all shake out in the tournament is really irrelevant. It is. But the NEC tournament, like, you're literally, that's an elimination game. You know, you play in the final of the A-10 tournament, that's an elimination game. Like, if you lose, your season's over. And if you win, you get to go to some exotic locale. Like, Spokane. (laughs) Or Boise. (laughs) Or Philly. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, Depending on how, if the committee wants to, is, like, is Pittsburgh holding? The, I don't think Pittsburgh's don't, holding the year, uh, first round this year. I don't know. Um, so, also uh, in tune for that, next week uh, starts the conference tournaments, uh, and you have uh, the ACC starts on Tuesday. Smaller conferences. So, I, I, as I was originally writing this little thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, and, and it and it made sense to me, but it wouldn't have made sense to other people. Um, smaller teams with bigger conferences or smaller conferences with bigger teams play earlier. Meaning that like Bobby Moe and Duquesne who are in a conference with like 17 teams Mm. start on like Sunday. Yeah. To where the ACC and their split up starts on Tuesday uh, because they have less teams in their conference. It's also got something to do with TV, I feel. Yeah, you know, it probably does. It's to give some, like, ratings on, like, Tuesday and Wednesday night, 
You know, like those are the nights that like the small conferences are playing their semifinals and their finals. So also the way the calendar works out is that so conference tournaments. Um, so I'm I'm one of those guys that I, I like to take like that Thursday and Friday off mm. uh, to go watch basketball all day at a bar and spend like three hundred dollars on two dollar yinglings from ten a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> till 2 a.m. I'm uh, down with all the things you said except yeah, for $300. Exactly. Um, I'll probably be at home. And, and why you I want to come drink and, for free at and, my house. And, and why I sit there and say that is is because I, I, there was a period of time where groups of buddies of mine, we would go to um, the North Park Lounge and they always have a $2 yearly special. Yeah. And between four of us, we would eat and drink throughout the whole day and our bill for the four of us was like $500. Oh my God, lounge fries though. Oh, lounge fries are awesome. <laughs> So the conference tournaments are going to start on, so the major conference tournaments are going to start on next Tuesday the 12th. And then the tournaments will be over on Saturday the 16th. Um, And then, of course, with the end of the conference tournament, and the ACC is always the last final game of the tournament. Because also, I, I did a little research. The last 25 ACC finals, um... Fifteen of them have been Duke UNC, <laughs> so of course they made that the last game of the conference uh, final, tournament finals. And a little, they, a little amuse bouche, if you yes. will. And then they um, go ahead, and after that, uh, one hour after that, they ESPN switches to Selection Saturday. Mm. Uh, selection Saturday. Sorry, sorry. Selection Sunday. Oh, okay. I'll just say, yeah. man, that's yeah, like yeah, seven yeah. minute ads. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just don't make no sense. Yeah. So, so they do Selection Sunday, which will be the seventeenth, and then the big boy tournament starts on the twenty first. But there's playing games on that Tuesday and Wednesday, which will be the nineteenth and the twentieth, which are like held at like Dayton and like Portland and shit like that. Um, so there's gonna be four playing games. So the field is actually, uh, it, it, the field is set into 68, but the 64 starts on the 21st. And then get your brackets ready. Matt, you and I will do a bracket challenge again this year. Are we? Um, I, I'm thinking I'm not going to do one this year. Yeah, you and I will do one. You don't have to get into a big pool anyway. You and I will do one for fun, and we'll bet like... Somebody has to like chug a beer or some shit. Chug a beer. Oh, the um, winner has to chug a beer. Yeah, 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 loser has to chug a. Lo- Dildo. We'll figure it out, <laughs> here nor there. Um, but yeah, uh, I will be running the bracket pool for my work. So I and I told everybody like because I ran all the football polls at work. And they're like, Steve, you're gonna do a 64 bracket pool? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was like, do you want to do a 64 block pool? I said, do you want to do an actual bracket bracket pool? Like. Well, how do you run the 64 block? Like, just like a football block. As like you have the final, you know, everybody puts in five bucks in a block, and then you run zero through nine, and the final score of that, and it's a winner take all. What? Or we just can, the final game? Yeah. And they're like, uh, no, but can we like pick teams and shit? I'm like, yeah, we'll do 10 bucks a sheet. I'll do it old school, one point per win, and then the tiebreaker being, um, you know, the. Uh, total final score of the final game. Uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, Price is Right, closest without going over. You know, and they're like, all right, yeah, that's cool. So, and I got to get sheets ready. Uh, so, I got a little bit of, sh- I got I got some work coming up for me. Do you take, like, uh, any electronic payments? 
Um, I take cash. You only cash? Okay. I take cash. So See, my, my work, we use Venmo now. See, a lot of people where I work with are like, dude, you got Venmo? I'm like, dude, this is gambling. How do I explain to the fucking federal government why he's got like fucking $155 uh, payments into his account on Because they don't care. Thursday. Because <laughs> they don't care. Because it's not enough. And speaking of which, like, I was thinking about this very issue this weekend because I mentioned like an hour ago on this podcast that I was watching an AAF game at Amel's. Right. And it was the Arizona team that has Rick Neuheisel as its head coach. And as that guy got railroaded out of his coaching job because he was in a bracket pool. And granted, the stakes were very high. But, like, Steve, like, I, w- I wonder, like, based on a percentage of his total income as a football coach at whatever university he was at at the time, like, he's probably paying less of, like, percentage-wise of his income to be in that pool than you and I will pay to be in pools this year. So, like, why are we coming down hard on Rick Neuheisel? I don't know. But here and And there, he's coaching a freaking, like, second-rate pro football league now because he's, like, basically, like, banned from the NCAA. Right. He also plays guitar and writes songs, so maybe I just like him for that. I don't know. There's that. He should come to the R-Bar. Rick Neuheisel, if you're listening, Wednesday night open stage at the R-Bar. Love to see you there. That'd be awesome. Let me know if he comes. I'll come I'll sit in on drums. Him. You can't even play drums. I can play drums. You can play drums? Bite your tongue. I can play drums. All right. I want to see you play drums at the Get R-Bar. Get some drums. <laughs> hey, go to the R- I'll, I'll come to the R-Bar. Come to the R-Bar, yeah. I'll come to the R-Bar I'll and I'll watch you play drums. Craig said anytime I want, I can play. Sweet. Craig's awesome, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, all right. We're going to move on to some baseball. Uh, by the way, I'm Set just saying. Set it up for me, baby. I'm just saying, get ready for the NCAA tournament. It's a fun time of year. Um the first two days of the actual 64 tournament do not coincide with St. Patty's Day this year. They are the week after. Um, so now you have an excuse to tell your loved one of why you're going to go ahead and drink on a Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday um, after your big St. Patty's Day blowout. You mean an excuse other than I'm hungover yeah, yeah. still yeah, yeah. St. Patty's Day. Right? Exactly. Uh, so we're going to get in some baseball. Bryce Harper uh, finally got a landing spot. For his record-setting um, deal, now this is a record-setting deal of a long-term contract. This is not a record-setting one-year deal or anything like that. Uh, $330 million, 13 years. Um, it's good for him, bad for Philly, and bad for Scott Boris. Um, so Bryce Harper uh, wanted a long-term deal to where he can play for one team in his career. You know, one team towards the end and be towards the end of his career. Fortunately, uh, Bryce Harper is 25 years old and as at free agency at the right time in his age life. Um, so he will be 38 when his contract is up. Um, and also in this contract, he has a no trade clause. He has a no opt-out. He says, I want to be with a team for the bulk of my career where I'm going to, I'm in my prime right now, and I want to be there and bring a championship to Philly. I want to be on a float going down Broad Street, hoisting a championship trophy. Um, 
you know, well, hey, you hey, better learn how to dunk, my man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the 76ers have a better chance of winning before the Phillies do. Yeah. Um, so you have that going on. And what I just I see he's going to be like, remember when they had Ryan Howard for like way more years than they the, wanted and him? And the Phillies fans booed Ryan Howard. I, I, one of my they best. They signed Ryan Howard for what, 120 million for like six years or seven years or some shit? Yeah. And they booed Ryan Howard the last three years of his deal. When they tore down the vet. Oh. Was it, was it the vet? It was the vet. It was veteran. And they, they had the wrecking ball. Yep. And, uh, some, one of my Philly friends, I, I have some friends from Pittsburgh who went to college in Philly, so they're, you know, their life, they're, Jersey, they're, they're so lifers at this point. I, I they're, they're Philly, Jersey, they're so Philly I've... through and through at this point. And, uh, there, there was a thread on, on his page on Facebook about how, like, you know, this wrecking ball is taking too long. Like, it's failure to connect properly. You would think it would have been sponsored by Comcast. And I was like, or Ryan Howard. Right? And I, that, that was one of the best, like, most was numbers from... When you it? talk about likes from strangers on Facebook, right, right. like... That was the probably the best I ever got. Was it was it Ryan Howard that started the whole home run derby um, jinx? To where it's not a to, jinx. They're alleging that it ruined their swing. Yeah, I yeah. Don't think so? Was, but was it could the, be. I don't know if he's the one that started it. I or, think he always had an uppercut swing. Um, he was never a. I mean, Ryan Howard was like not a doubles guy all right. dude all right. like, so 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 let's just say i mean philly has won a world series yeah in our lifetime they've won two in our lifetime compared to the pirates have won one in my lifetime and you were inside your mom i was alive i was alive you, you were you were alive. alive you were alive but you were inside your mama for i had the... a beating heart i was the size of a freaking olive <laughs> <laughs> or a chickpea if you prefer I mean, I was alive for a Pirates World Series. I don't remember it at all. Um, you were a chickpea for a Pirates World Series win. That's what the P on the hat stands but, for, but the, the But the Phillies have had two <laughs> hey, World see. Series wins in our lifetime where they've had zero Stanley Cup wins in our lifetime, which is awesome. Have you way. ever seen the Flyers win the Cup? Nope, I have not. Um, neither of you. Yeah, but and, like our parents have. Like they People who act like that's like, I mean, it's a long drought. But it's not like um, like Cleveland football line, you know. It's Cleveland's not a... never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Exactly. They've so, won the AFL championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've um, won a Super Bowl. So anyway, like we all love to clown on the Flyers, but it's right. not the longest sports drought. Right. It's not. But um, it's it's fun because it's coming close. It's fun because part of the reason that it has persisted is because of the Penguins. Right. You know? So also here with this with Bryce Harper's deal, like I heard L. A. Dodgers offered him eight years, 300 mm. with an opt out after five. And I also heard that other team, well, we all know that Washington Nationals offered him 10 years, 300, you know, with an opt out after five. Mm. And other, and then he has his press conference and made a oopsie. It was the best. That was like because he's been saying the same thing for he's been like saying the same thing seven years. years. For, yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, I just want to bring a World Series to DC and get it done. And, it happens. And man. he's in Philly wearing a Philly jersey. Actually, he's in uh, where's Philly's camp at Fort Myers? No, Red Sox Fort Myers. There's somewhere down there. Yeah. Um, and he made it. Oopsie. Okay. Boom. You know what? You've been saying the same thing for seven years. I get it. It's that, like when you write 2018 on your check. 
yeah. even though it's you know January 2019. Yeah, you know, and then, or like um, when I when I call like my like oldest nephew by the name of my middle nephew or some right? weird shit. You know, it happens. Yeah, I mean. I have relatives who were still calling me Kevin so, so, like when I was like 28 Boris, years old. This is it a happens. bad deal for Scott Boris mm-hmm. because this is yet the highest long-term contract, but yet Manny Machado is making more per season than Bryce Harper is based on his term deal and with his opt-out contract and everything else. Um, Scott Boris is also Manny Machado's agent, um, so he's going to have less of a money... Uh, He's getting less money coming in over a longer period of time. Scott Boris is going to be paid the rest of his life. Who gives a fuck? But um, for the Phillies, if they don't put a team around him, well, they started to. They started to put a team around him. And then uh, Bryce Harper got nailed, was it yesterday or today? Yes, yesterday. About saying, hey, Mike Trout, you know, your contract's up. Come to Philly. It's a great town. You know, stuff like that. Trying to get. Mike Trout to come to Philly when his contract's up. And Mike Trout, honestly, if Bryce Harper signed $330 million for 13 years, Mike Trout needs to sign fucking $300 million for fucking five. Right. Because I think Mike Trout is probably right now the best all-around player in baseball. It just sucks that he's in with the Angels. Well, you know, and that's not going to be forever. And it's it's possible, you know, Trout's a Jersey guy. He, You know, Philly would be an attractive place for him to end his career yeah. also. But I got, I got to say a couple things. Like, first of all, Bryce Harper, like $330 million. That buys a lot of lottery tickets, man. It does. So keep on scratching, by all means. Benefits older Pennsylvanians, which you will be one of when your contract expires. So, you know, like, think about it, man. Pay it forward a little bit. Also, about the trout thing, like, this is Pennsylvania, man. One does not simply request a trout, okay? You gotta go to Dick's. You gotta get a fishing license, you got to get a trout stamp. If you get caught fishing for trout without a trout stamp, you're just as fucked as if you hadn't even bought a license at all. So just remember this. Well, one, yeah, man. because because it's seven dollars and fifty cents for your trout stamp, mm-hmm. and you can. Is it really that much? It now? is. It's seven fifty, and and you can you can catch trout and release them, but you can't be fishing for trout. Yeah. So if the game commissioner comes by and you have salmon eggs on your hook, yeah, you're busted. Also, if you're fishing in a in a delayed harvest artificial lures only stream, where that's where they do like very like important conservation work. Oh yeah, you know, and uh, pretty sure that's only catch and release. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, learn learn DHALO, man. That is not the pirate's eighth inning guy. Okay, <laughs> that is that is delayed harvest artificial lures only. Yes. I don't know if you fish Bryce Harper. You probably don't have any hobbies because you've just been like hitting balls from your dad since Dude, you were I just like watched three. the ESPN E60 that they did on Bryce Harper when he was 16 years old uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, and, and that was ridiculous. Like, he, he dropped out of high school in mm-hmm. 10th grade to go focus on baseball. Sock some dingers? Yeah. And in and, and his. Did high he ever sc- get his GED? He did. Um, but in high school, he was on the, uh, uh, or no, not high, he was still in high school, he was on a traveling team. Mm-hmm. He hit the longest home run, where he hit the back of the dome in Tampa Bay. Oh, wow. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, and then he hit a home run at his home high school field that estimated 576 feet. Like, went across a road into mm. a desert. Um, but, yeah, here or there, the Bryce Harper contract, he's in Philly. Andrew McCutcheon, who now I think will was picked up by Philly to play right field. Now they sign Bryce Harper. I think McCutcheon's going to get put back in center. Because, honestly, we talked about last week, he's probably the most honest guy in baseball. Like, yo, they pay me $50 million for three years. Why do you think I'm here? Yeah. You know, um, you're not going to platoon McCutcheon anywhere. <laughs> you're going to put him back in center. You're paying him sure. $50 million for three years. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an everyday player for you. Yeah. Uh, and hope he comes through on the hits and so forth. And, and that's what it's going to be. And thank you, McCutcheon, for being honest and so forth and liking the fact that you're in Philly and you're five hours from home. Uh, Bryce Harper, congratulations on your contract. Good luck. Um, For baseball standards, you don't mean shit to us in Pittsburgh because of the way that the uh, divisions are aligned. It's not like it was back in the 90s. Just saying. Now, speaking about the Pirates, those guys... I got to watch a game today. It was quite, uh, it was quite eye-opening. It was very nice. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Pirates, though, are in spring ball. Uh, they're handing out minor league deals like it's candy at a parade. Um, these guys, uh, they're in the hopes of buying cheap. Uh, with a high return uh, on the potential on the upside. So I, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. They're playing small ball, uh, as they always do, as the Nuttings always do. Um, but you're, you're handing out minor league deals right now that are just, you know, they're buying cheap. And the I'm Pirates- telling you, the Pirates' strategy right now is... They're going to wait until the expansion and realignment happens before they try to spend money again. Because they're in a division with the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Reds and the Brewers. I'm telling you, man. Like, it's... It sounds like a conspiracy theory, but... You know, the baseball's going to expand. They're going to have new divisions. Like, we could end up in a division with, like, Cleveland and Detroit. And, like, the Reds. Maybe. And... There's no incentive for the Pirates to spend this year. If they didn't spend last year, like, their division's only gotten harder. Oh, it has. I'm not defending it, but, like, I just, like, I often say to people, like, I'm not defending it, but, like, if you're confused as to why this is happening, this is why. All right, so so the Pirates are, are, are right now handing out minor league deals. Uh, they're buying cheap, they're, and they're also, you know, they have potential upside on those, on those deals. Um, they're also trying to resurrect some uh, careers. Uh, so the Pirates signed a uh, pitcher, Robbie Ross. Uh, have you have you heard of Robbie Ross? Nope. I've heard of Rick Ross. <laughs> Does Rick he drive Ro- a purple Lamborghini? Rick Ross, the boss. Um, <laughs> no, Robbie Ross, by the way. Um, not Rob Rossi? Not Rob Rossi. Okay. All right, so um, Robbie Ross is 29 years old. He's a starting pitcher. He was drafted by the Rangers. Uh, he was traded to the Red Sox. Uh, he had back surgery in 2017. The Red Sox released him while the White Sox went ahead and picked him up uh, during his rehab time and they signed him. 
uh, during his rehab time, he uh, and whatnot, he he didn't get back into uh, the majors. So the White Sox go ahead and released him uh, uh, during the season. Uh, they walked away from his contract uh, during the eighteen season. There, uh, Ross, uh, the Pirates go ahead and pick him up and sign him. Ross does have an upside uh, as a middle reliever. He's no longer going to be a starting pitcher. Um, so he does have some upside. He might he might spend some time in in Altoona or, or where's the Pirates AAA right now? Indy. Uh, Indy. He might spend some time there. Uh, I, I don't see him making the the 40-man. You know, we'll see what happens. It's a matter of time. Um, you know, uh, now... Uh, Kayon Kayla, uh, his announcement this week um, of not talking to media this season. All right, good for you. you he's like, I ain't talking. Whatever. You know, he he's a middle reliever. Um, and so forth. Uh, all the talks about the Pirates this year and today, I watched the game. Uh, I hope y'all saw it on the uh, Bold Sports Twitter. Uh, I was watching the game and so forth. And they did play the Red Sox. They did play the Your Red Sox. Favorite team. So my second favorite team um, was great to see both my favorite teams playing each other, and you don't get to see that very often. And they're close in Florida, so they they always play each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah spring uh, well, spring training they play each other like four or five. times. Yeah, because like you it's know, only Bra- Bradenton's not far from uh, Fort Myers. Fort yeah. Myers, where the Red yeah. Sox are, and also so, the Twins. So these guys, they're playing each other like four or five times throughout the preseason. Um, what was awesome to me today was to, with the preseason games, they have guys mic'd up. So Jackie Bradley Jr. is in center field for the Red Sox. And he's mic'd, and they're the, the announcers. So it's A-Rod and... The chick, I can't remember her name. Jessica Mendoza? Yes. And then um, the other guy, can't remember his name. And then Buster Olney uh, talking in his ear mm-hmm. while the game's going on. And they're talking to him. He's like, oh, ball's hit. Gotta go. And then he's like, and then they show the camera on Jackie Barry Jr. like running. And they're still talking. Yeah. In his ear. Well, because you can do that. Everyone you know? knows you can do that. Like and you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want the World Series you know, to hinge on a guy who was talking to the right, media while right, he was right. making the catch in preseason. But nine times right. out of ten, like you could probably do it. Um, you could probably do it. Yeah, uh, but in preseason, yeah, there's yeah. no stakes. There's um, no consequences. They had uh, Joey Cora mic'd up for the one inning uh, mm-hmm. while he was coaching third base and so forth. Which Joey Cora is brother of Alex Cora, who's mm-hmm. the head coach of the Red Sox. So after that inning that Joey Cora's mic'd up, they had him in the dugout, and then they had Alex Cora on mic, and they were talking to each other, plus the um, uh, uh, telecasting crew. And then they had Clint Hurdle up there and so forth. And everything that like Joey Cora and Clint Hurdle said was basically revolved around the pitching staff. Now, I get it. The Pirates are supposed to have one of the... Better, I wouldn't say best. One of the better pitching pitching staffs in the league, and maybe even the best pitching staffs in the division. But you got to have hitters. You got to manufacture runs. Mm-hmm. They manufactured runs today. The runs they manufactured today 
were from guys that are going to be down in AAA at Indy mm. or in or in Double A at, at Altoona. Yeah, you know how like Buster Olney posts those Twitter polls yep. in advance of like every ESPN televised game. Um, his poll was like, you know, about breakout players for this this upcoming season. Right. And like the the guy on the Pirates that he included in the poll was Josh Bell. Okay, I like that. I I would love it. I would love for Josh Bell to how have about, a breakout season. How, how, how about uh, Ian Moran? Not Ian, sorry. Ian Moran. Sorry, Ian Moran. He, I mean, he couldn't score much in hockey. I don't right. think he's going to be scoring much sorry, in baseball. Sorry, Colin Moran. Colin Moran, yeah. no. I mean, again, like... Uh, what about Dickerson? Well, I think we're looking... The, the poll was specifically focused on players who need to step up to the next level. Okay, um, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, Mookie Betts was not a Red Sox who was listed on the poll. No, because he already had a... Okay, okay. Bogarts is, yeah. Because, like, you know, Mookie Betts had an MVP caliber season. Yeah. Like, nobody's expecting... Like, gold Glove. You know, call... Jackie Bradley Jr., Gold Glove. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so, so it's, you know, like, um, Josh Bell is the key right now for this offense. Okay. Um, to take to, to take another step, okay? Because, like, we've we've got the outfield... Um, Polanco's either going to hit or he's not going to hit. You well, know. Polanco's Marte's out until mid-April. Okay, so... We're talking about mid-April, maybe even May. Okay, so we got Chisenhall, and we got Cabrera in okay, camp. Okay, Cabrera. Yeah, and you're right. Still, and we still got Dickerson and Marte. Mm-hmm. So we, we still have a decent I haven't seen shit outfield. from Marte this spring. But Is we, he even playing right now? Uh, he, why even bother? I, I mean, you know he's starting. Well, okay, and then also um, Chris Archer. All right, he pitched his first game. I I get it that the pitchers and catchers report a week before everybody else. Mm. Chris Archer, he's only pitched his first game yesterday. Yeah, like what the fuck's that about? Like, I get stretched out. Get stretched. Uh, okay, you should be stretched out. You had a week before everybody else. You should be working on the off season. Why are you not throwing this guy in? You know, on a five day rotation. It's a long season. Give him a couple I, innings. I'm not worried you know? about that. It's it's silly to be worried about. You know. Pitching, we have, pitcher innings at this point. We have 22 is, days left before the start of the season. It's fine. And the Pirates start on the road in Cincinnati. They come home April 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day. April 1st is their first home game. You know? And Archer's starting the home and opener. And Archer's starting the home opener. So we know how that's So he's go. got just under a month to get ready for that. Like, I think I can handle it. You know, I, I mean... Right. I don't pitch, but... So how about Jung Ho Gung? Uh... He's apparently having a good spring. Uh, at third, yeah, he's having a good spring at third uh, on the defensive side. Uh, they moved him to short a few times uh, to see how he's doing there. His hitting, uh, he's doing well, but okay. Doing well with his hitting, he had 12 at bats, four runs, three hits, all homers. He's got a 250 average and a 357 on base percentage. So he's looking like a a home run, a walk, or a strikeout guy right now. Yeah. It's spring ball. It, it's way too early to tell. The baseball season's 162 games. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And again, the Pirates got him back on the cheap, uh, like everything the Pirates do on the cheap. Um, cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Uh, you know, hey, fireworks nights and concerts. That's how you get the ballpark. Bobbleheads. Hawaiian shirts. Mm-hmm. 
medallions, all that good stuff, man. But it was nice today to sit down and watch a game this afternoon on ESPN. Um, Pirates, Red Sox. Pirates ended up winning that game 4-1. to one, And, uh, you know, listen to the coaches talk with Joey Cora and Hurdle. They're, they're, they're talking like they're being fed with Bob Nutting in the other ear. Uh-huh. Um, you yeah. Know, I, I, it's like Stockholm Syndrome. It is. They're not actually being fed the words, but they've been there long enough that they're starting to buy it. Right. And it's bullshit, and we don't have time to get into it. Um, I think next week, like... I think next we should week maybe, we should, we should go baseball? all in... On just like the economics of the pirates right now, because mm. like I've I've been doing some reading, and it's it's not a pretty picture. No, um, there's no reason to be optimistic, but it the on the other hand, like it's baseball, you know. Yeah, and like we, we've had the boycott conversations on this podcast. Yep, um, I'm still on that. You're on it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going out of my way, but I'm. I know I'm going to go to at least one game this year because I always do. You know what? If we're giving free tickets. You didn't pay for them. I go. promise you I'm not going to get free tickets. Drink. People don't just hand board. me free tickets to anything. So, yeah. Like, I'm going to pay money to go to a pirate game. I'm either going to pay a scalper or I'm going to pay directly to the box office. But it doesn't matter because, like... Hey, hey, look online first because they're cheaper online than they are at the box office. Just well, I'll, I'll look online, but, like, you know... It'll be a last-minute thing. It'll be like, well, what do we do this weekend? Hey, I'm off tonight. Oh, hey, yeah, off tonight. Get, you know what I mean? And it's just like something to do. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go see Philly now just because it's like Harper and McCutcheon. Yep. But you they know come what? In for one, they come in for a four-game series at some point. I want to say it's June or July. Yeah, I haven't looked yet, but... Uh, they come in in June or July for a four-game series. Um, that'll be a hot ticket, actually, because you have all the Philly people come over to yeah. Pittsburgh. They drive... Probably, probably they, get... They drive them four now. hours across the turnpike. Mm. Used to be five. They reached the speed limit, so now it's four. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, but seriously, check it out though. I mean, you know, like, uh, yeah, they, get those tickets now if you're if you're inclined to maybe go. You know, well, last year if you're the, boycotting, uh, then like don't go. But if you're gonna spend money anyway, like spend it soon so you yeah. make sure you're in the seats. Yeah, you're 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 gonna give me free tickets. I'll probably go and someone will give you free tickets i'm sure yeah i'm sure i'll get because like, but i'm not in, i'm actually you know funny thing like i work from home when i when i used to work at my office where they raffle off tickets all the time you know oh, yeah. you just gotta like sign the sheet in the break room i used <laughs> to get the seats all the time because nobody else would sign up <laughs> this was like before mccutcheon renaissance and before the like three wild card games in a row um there was like there were times where they would raffle off two pairs of tickets, and I'd be the only person who signed up. You know, and, I, and the HR person would call me at home and be like, "Matt, like, you can have start all rounding up your squad you because you got four tickets you instead got, of two. You, you got four tickets instead of two. Yeah, got it. Cool. Understood. But yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not going to go to a game. If you hand me freebies, I'll go. I'll drink before. I won't spend any money in the ballpark. Um, just because nothing doesn't spend money on the team, why should I give him money uh, for this, that, and the other thing? It's just me. I know a lot of my friends are on that wavelength. 
Uh, I have a guy at work that I just talked to. He got handed free tickets for the home opener. He's like, I've never actually been to a home opener, so I'm going to go. Why don't you just go and then, like, protest at the game? You know what I mean? Like, boycotting the Pirates is kind of like people who, like, don't vote because they, they hate the government. You know what I mean? It's just like, you would have so much more of a voice if you, like, got involved. So, so I'm going to go to that t-shirt shop around the corner from the house here. Yeah. And buy the t-shirt that said, spend nutting, win nutting. Yeah. And then just get, and like, then on get kicked out of the game. No, you won't get kicked out of the game for that. But just try to, like, get, get seen, you know? Be seen. Don't stay in your seat. Like, walk around. Like, make, meet people. Network. Network, you know, yeah. build build solidarity with fellow comrades, man. If we're gonna take down the nutting regime, it, it it's gonna take direct action. Okay, like sitting at home and boycotting, I'm afraid is not gonna help. I'm sorry, you know. It's just like boycotting and voting. You know, if you don't vote, you don't have a right to complain. So I hear you there. You need you need to show up at a pirate game, voice your displeasure, maybe even bring a sign or a banner. Now, if you get kicked out for a banner. Then we've got, like, a real movement. Then I call Bobby Del Greco. <laughs> right? And if he's not so busy... <laughs> if he's not so busy defending... Actual criminals. Actual criminals, yeah, right? People who actually broke a law and not just, like, made a rich man sad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and end on that point. Uh, it's been a great record with Matt and I here. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, as always. And you still got some Mecham Auto auctions to yeah, watch? Yeah, yeah, so... we were watching some hockey earlier that was a West Coast game on NBC And now they're Sports raffling Network. off hot rods. And now they're doing... Not raffling, sorry, auctioning. Yeah, auctioning off hot rods here on the Mecham Auto show. I love this uh, show. It's great, because... And I want every one of those cars mm -hmm. that comes across there, and I know yep. I can't afford... You know, if I went and spent $70,000 on a 1969 Camaro... That's a resto mod. I'd get killed. Uh, I just, I, dude, I'd just buy the manifold out of that engine right there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just beautiful. And it's clean. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, because they don't drive it ever. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean, man? Like, ah, take I mean, care of your cars out there, folks. Take care of your cars, especially in this Pennsylvania uh, winter. Yeah. With salt and cinder and oh, snow yeah. and everything all over the roads. Uh, be safe out there. Um Listen to podcasts. Let us know what you think. Hit us back on Twitter at BoldPGHSports on the Twitter. Hit us back at BoldPittsburgh uh, on the Facebook uh, at BoldPGH on the Instagram and our website, of course. And by the way, you like Jane Lee Bread, right? Yeah. Sweet. Because if you go to BoldPittsburgh.com, mm -hmm. our website, you can get Jane Lee bread from us. Awesome. You can order direct from Bull Pittsburgh. Oh, this is big. And and uh, you know that cinnamon swirl raisin bread makes a hell of a French toast. No, I know you gave me a loaf of that <laughs> when you were very well stocked at one point. Yes. And, uh, I took it home and like Julia's like, "What the hell are we gonna do with all this bread?" And I was like, "You'll see." And we we had like three different French toast days. It didn't, yep. like, it doesn't go bad, you know what it I mean? It doesn't, you put it in the so, freezer. You know it's what I mean? No, but, like, I, I left it out. Oh. And it's still, like, it didn't get moldy or anything. Yeah, no, 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 you know? no, it's, it's, it's good And bread. it's just, like, I'm having French toast today by myself, and then, like, maybe, like, two days later, it's, like, for the two of us, you know, and then, like, the last day was just, like, okay, I'm just gonna cook off all this shit and maybe so, we'll have some So, so we had the uh, Jenny Lee Sunflower bread, mm -hmm. 
that is a part of their artisanal line. Mm-hmm. And um, so Amanda and I, we toasted it. And we uh, smothered it in goat cheese mm. with um, toasted walnuts. Oh, my God. And drizzled it with honey. Oh, my God. So good. That sounds really uh, good. It was awesome. Check out on Bold Pittsburgh on the pictures of that and so forth. Uh, but other than that, it's been a great sports week. I'm looking forward to this weekend uh, with the final games in NCAA conference play before they head into the tournament. I'm looking forward to... Um, you know, the Bay Hill mm-hmm. uh, golf tournament. Uh, we got some soccer going on that you're probably very interested into in the international play. Oh, yeah. The, um, the Champions League was amazing today, and I I need more of it. That's awesome. That'll be a Saturday for Matt and before he actually starts work. Um, and Saturday's probably, like, your struggle day because, like, you work late. You're off Friday, and you hang out late Friday. And then you wake up early to watch soccer, and you're like, fuck, I actually have to work from, like, 7 to, like, 3 a.m. I just take naps. Yeah, take naps. That <laughs> works. Uh, and then, you know, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, a week from now is when the NFL season officially starts for So we'll have, we'll have, your, we'll have, we'll have Brown talk, we'll have Pirates talk. Oh, yeah. And Penguins talk. Definitely. March have. Madness. Like, it's busy. We gotta it's maybe busy. do two. We should do two. Maybe two. Uh, maybe I'll talk to Sorg about doing a live show again. Yeah, we'll we should do that. live. Maybe like we a, do a live show. live show. We'll do that. That sounds fun. Well, I'll talk to Sorg. See what we got going on. I mean, Sunday's my only open day. I don't know about you, but um, we'll go from there. All right, folks. Have a great sports week. Enjoy it. Um, we'll hit you up next week. Next week's episode 73. Strelzik. Uh, That's the Strelzik. It's Strelzik. Uh, Strelzik. It's Strelzik. That, that kind of, that, that, that hits home. Really? On a few couple portions. So, so next week, the 73 will be this drills again. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, folks. Thank you very much. Have a great week. See ya. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.